Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo. Skag 3, whoever he is. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. You are a terrific team on all counts. Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement, this is the Matt and Blonde Show. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international over to Bitch, you got coronavirus. President Biden today putting a hard spin on one of the biggest economic indicators, missing the mark by miles. Only 194,000 jobs were added in September. Education jobs, down. Healthcare jobs, down. Job numbers for women, down. Let's go, Brandon. President Biden today largely ignored those numbers, trying to focus on the fact that at least some jobs were created. For the first time since March of 2020, the American unemployment rate is below 5%. But the drop from 5.2% to 4.8% could be in part because some people are leaving the workforce entirely. Adding to the White House's headache, inflation, a worker shortage, and oil and gas prices at their highest levels since 2014. Working to keep their businesses afloat. Jobs up, wages up, unemployment down. That's progress. I doubt it. You are fake news. Oh, good for you. Very fake news. Oh, my God. It's just such an unbelievable moment. Come on, man. Give me a little break here. That was four days ago, five days ago. All right. America, go to the YouTube right now. Big ups to Rebecca for keeping that woke. Congratulations to both of you. You're awesome. I, I can't do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it! Do it live! I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Hello and welcome to the show. It is a great show. It is a terrific show. It is a tremendous show, frankly. The best. You can ask anyone about that. People often do. This is The Matt and Blonde Show. My name is Matt Christensen. I'm flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Blonde. Welcome. Hello. A week's worth of news to discuss, as always, specifically more terrible economic news, as Friday's jobs report shows another underwhelming month, and Joe Biden tries to spin it positively, and Brandon fans everywhere continue chanting about their guy in response. <laughs> I was wondering how long this meme was going to last. It shows no Forever. signs yeah. of letting up. Great time to be a Brandon. White privilege strikes again in our justice system, as it often does, as a school shooter in Arlington, Texas, walks out of jail the very next day after posting bond. Did he jog out of jail? It looked like a brisk walk. We do have footage. We can evaluate. Uh, but somehow, though, this guy got away from the systemic racism and he even got a welcome home party that was uh, displayed on social media. We'll take a purple look at drank. I saw the pictures. <laughs> We will take a look at the festivities. And hey, speaking of shootings of color, Mayor Lori Lightfoot and State's Attorney Kim Fox are catfighting about who can wreck Chicago the best. There was a <laughs> gang shootout captured on video and uh, police arrested five at the scene. And then Kim Fox let them all walk, saying she didn't have supporting evidence to bring charges. And besides, it was mutual combat anyway. 
Uh, and if you got a strain, a, a straight nine millimeter lodged in your house after that one, don't worry about it. It was mutual yeah. combat. The footage is hilarious. I was laughing really hard. There's a dead guy in the footage. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it just real. It's just the chaos of like these these black people shooting at each other and the police are they're just right there it's the like, police did arrest that? five on the scene and i thought i had seen that place before if you if you watch that footage as we'll get to and you f- it feels like deja vu that is the same spot that a year or so ago a mom who was carrying a baby was shot dead on the same camera this really? is what's uh this is like a hidden camera of of gang violence in chicago you just Turn, turn on a live stream of this camera at any given time. You'll probably see some kind of gang shootout, it appears. So we'll check in on that. We have uh, hoax hate before we get out of here. And the uh, speaking of shootings, I guess it's a shooting happy show tonight. The movie review is John Wick. We will uh, discuss that at the end of the show. And we'll check in with your super chats on YouTube, Tippy Stream and DLive in between topics. Ten bucks and up on the Sunday show because we are no good lowdown money grabbers. Of course, we'll take as many of them as we can until 1130 p.m. Eastern. So get them in early if you'd like them read, please. And thank you. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show related and support the show over on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com. And don't forget, the show store is up and running. We have T-shirts. We have hats. We have mugs. We have it all. Plus, we have special deals from friendly listener-owned businesses as well. This week's feature business is our friends over at Charity Swipes. They're a big supporter of the show. If you own or manage a business, you got to speak to Charity Swipes. Their credit card processor, just like Square and PayPal, but with lower fees, which means you keep more money in your pockets where it belongs. They have solutions for all types of businesses, from retail to restaurants to e-commerce. So no matter what kind of business you have, they have a program to meet your needs. Not only does Charity Swipes help businesses save on their credit card processing, but they're all about giving back to the community as well. As their name suggests, Charity Swipes gives 30% of their annual profit to charities like Make-A-Wish, the Wounded Warriors Project, and the Gary Sinise Foundation, and more. So simply by working with Charity Swipes, you're supporting nonprofits across the country. You can get started with Charity Swipes today and receive a free card reader as well as a free setup and a free training. You can view the details uh, of this offer at CharitySwipes.com slash MC. Every sign up greatly supports our show as well. So if you're in a business, do yourself and us a favor and go check them out at CharitySwipes.com slash MC. You can find everything you need from our friends at Charity Swipes, plus other great offers from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses like Phoenix Ammo, Sonoran Defense Technologies, Hero Soap Company, and more. That's at mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. We did have a couple of uh, meetups, listener meetups as well. We had one down in, let's see, what's the first one? Oh, my, Austin? my pictures are backward here. But yeah, here's Austin first. I didn't want to label them incorrectly. Looks like you guys had a, a good time down in Austin. I don't know what Hell the... Yeah. Look at that grizzled old dude. I bet that guy's awesome. He he looks like he's seen some things. Had an experience <laughs> or two. Excellent beards. <laughs> yeah, I the like beard it. the beard uh beard game is on point. That's good to see. Uh Cincinnati earlier Sweet. today, I guess as well. Is um, that a handlebar mustache? They're uh, really stepping up the uh where i don't see on one. the on the right side and i need oh, to no. zoom. handlebars got to be like shaved right it's got to be just the 
No, it's a it's a little a little thing going on, right? I thought it was just the the Am I wrong about trimmed, this? You have to shave everything else just the mustache and it kind of hooks around the mouth, right? Oh, you are you're totally right. I don't know what you call that, but he he does have a well-maintained mustache and beard. I it don't almost got lost it. in the beard. You know, yeah. one day I'm going to look at these pictures and not just comment on the quality of everybody's facial hair. I have to stop doing this. This is a real problem. Well, in the Bay Area, we have a bunch of gigantic pussies without beards, but two of them are women. So I guess look they at how have good looking everybody in this picture is. Like, look at these dudes and those. Actually, chicks. this is a yeah, it's a pretty solid showing, and uh, I, I hope appreciate some of these the, people are the couples as well. And yeah. uh, Brandon appreciates the shout out. Also, thank you guys for giving Brandon his due credit. Uh, as a friendly reminder, if you'd like to meet fellow listeners in your area, that's one of the things we have featured on the website. Check out the community page on the website. That's mattchristiansandmedia.com slash community. And you can help find or you can find uh, contacts to make new friends who listen to the show in your area. Uh, you had a, a story about a friend of, well, a sister of your friend that you wanted to yes. share. Yes. Um, my dear friend, Paula, her sister, uh, was 26 weeks pregnant. She has an autoimmune disease. She, uh, has asthma and she got a uh, coronavirus and she was denied admission to the emergency room three times. They just kept sending her home with a pulse ox. And then, um, the third time she went to the emergency room, uh, things were just dire they they her her pulse ox was super low she was in critical condition almost immediately um they put her on a ventilator and they wanted uh to keep her on the ventilator for a little while uh so that they could get the baby to 30 weeks unfortunately that did not happen she went into cardiac arrest um both of her lungs collapsed and the baby had to be delivered through emergency c-section at 26 weeks weighing one pound, 10 ounce, 10 ounces. So right now the baby is in stable, stable condition, but my friend's sister, um, needed, uh, I think, I believe a double lung transplant, but she needed a lung transplant. And as far as they knew, um, Medicaid had accepted, accepted it. Everything was, was going fine. There was a helicopter waiting and right before they wheeled her out, Medicaid denied her claim for the lung transplant. Um, she was on like on her way to California. There was a donor there and everything, surgeons, all sorts of stuff. So, um, as you can imagine, she's, uh, in a really bad way right now. And my friend Paula is just doing everything, everything that she can to, to get her story out. So, there's a GoFundMe. They're trying to raise money for the surgery out of pocket. They're pleading with people to, if they know a transplant surgeon, to um, to get some pro bono work going. I, they're they're really really desperate, as you can imagine. So uh, we're going to link her GoFundMe. We're also going to link um, a video with all of the details. Uh, it's just it's just the most tragic the most tragic thing that has has ever happened to any of my friends. I, I can't believe that this is happening. She's 29, hmm. 29, a new mommy. And I, uh, I have worst. linked the GoFundMe in the description in the GoFundMe. You can find is the YouTube video linked in the GoFundMe. No, maybe not. There is a oh, video. I'll have okay. to link it later that has okay. images of the baby and images of everything that's gone on. So if people want to check that out, I will add the YouTube video uh, later on. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for sharing that and all the best to her family, of course. And thanks to anybody in the audience who decides to support. We, Tell they me would about, really appreciate it. <clears throat> Tell me about, uh, 
We were awfully confused by this Alex Jones story last weekend on the defamation sure. case. I, I fucked it up big time. You know why? Because Alex Jones put out a statement that confirmed some media bias that I had adopted as my story. So the only thing that I said last week that was correct, almost everything was wrong. The only thing that I said that was correct was that this was not a judgment based on the merits of the case. We're talking about the defamation suit with Alex Jones. So I did say that. <laughs> I said that. But everything else I said was incorrect. Disregard everything I said last week. Um, Alex Jones uh, actually did provide almost an unprecedented amount of discovery. Uh, Vivian Barnes said that it was more than any other media defendant in history has ever produced. And he did multiple rounds of it. Uh, then he was not allowed to have a jury trial. And Alex said that this was a show trial and the judge gave him <laughs> a default judgment. This, this whole thing is bullshit. So he'll be able to have a jury trial just uh, to see the amount that he's that he's yeah. going to have to pay in compensation. He, so, he is. He's already deemed guilty or liable. Um, right. As far but, as the defamation is concerned. Nothing to do with the quality of the case or, or the yeah. evidence. So, uh, you know, I'm not an attorney and I'm blonde and, and you know. So Viva and and uh, Barnes did an excellent video about this that explains everything. Um, we probably should link that below. I, I will we? have that linked uh, in the um, items referenced in the description uh, at the end of the show. Periodically, sure. we have to do a correction. And that was one of the times when I was like, Ugh. <laughs> well, the news totally broke last weekend. This. And yeah, I mean, we're relying on media reports. And that's not to say like, oh, we don't have any responsibility to scrutinize them. We do. But. If I'm understanding correctly, what's being reported in the media is not an accurate or good description no. of what actually happened. No, at luckily this trial. I didn't say that. I mean, I, it's obvious that this was um, this was not based on the on the case, on the outcome of the case, or yeah. the 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 def the evidence of defamation. The, none of that. Um, but he's he's really getting railroaded, like really badly. Really, it's unsurprising badly. that politics would be the primary. Uh, force in effect yeah. in uh, in a trial with Alex Jones. Anyway, okay, we'll keep an eye on that uh, because, as we mentioned last week, uh, a jury will determine how much he owes. So we'll we'll check in on that later, perhaps. Now, in my day, especially recently, I've seen a lot of botched and misleading and even outright lying so-called fact checks. Uh, this one ranks right up there with the worst of them that I've ever seen. I talked about this individually a couple times uh, throughout the last week. But if you missed, you may have heard in the news, recall at the end of last week, the, the National School Board Association, they represent, uh, I don't know about all, but a sizable chunk of the country's school boards and the trustees on those school boards. We're talking about like 14,000 school districts and 90,000 trustees. They're a nonprofit that represents them before government and other actors. And they, they sent a letter to Joe Biden and they they asked Joe Biden to investigate and arrest parents getting rowdy at at uh, school board meetings. You've seen lots of footage of this parents uh, protesting mask mandates and protesting critical race theory and gender yeah. pronoun requirements and all these other policies. And they wrote this letter saying, hey, please sick the FBI and not just the FBI, but the Secret Service and even the Postal Service investigators on top of that, because they sent us some mean letters in the mail. Every Fed just send them after them. And uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland issued a memo on Monday pledging to initiate FBI meetings in all federal judicial districts within the month to start exactly that sort of investigation. We're talking about we're talking oh. about the feds who were seen at the Justice for J6 meeting, potentially attending your PTA rally. That's what we're talking about. or Your yeah. PTA meeting, I should say. Um, 
and the the letter from the uh from the uh and uh, what what's the name of the organization the national school board association is totally insane wow did i lose it let me grab it here it, it uses here we go specifically the language of domestic terrorism there are a couple quotes in this letter uh, as these acts of malice, violence, and threats against public school officials have increased, the classification of these heinous acts could be the equivalent to a form of domestic terrorism and hate crimes. Additionally, the NBSA requests that such review examine appropriate enforceable actions against these crimes and acts of violence under the Patriot Act in regards to domestic Yikes. terrorism. So on Wednesday, the AP fact checkers come out with their fantastic fact check here and they say, uh, on Twitter, contrary to false claims circulating online, the National School Boards Association didn't ask President Joe Biden to label protesting parents, quote, domestic terrorists. And you click on them, you click on their fact check. AP's assessment, false. The organization, the NSBA for short, is not asking Biden to label parents who protest at school board meetings as terrorists. That was never the claim. We weren't saying when the, they were asking for a formal declaration or a formal title to be given. We're saying that you are calling protesting parents, if not domestic terrorists, something akin to domestic terrorists requiring federal investigation. Oh. We have this brazen fact check that just lies and says, oh, that's not true. The language is right there in the letter. Right. 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 The, the exact quoted language. The only silver lining on that is a massively ratioed tweet. It was uh, something like thirty five hundred responses to three hundred likes. So. I, uh, the media cover for this unprecedented level of uh, government intrusion, federal crackdown. Uh, these are the people who are supposed to be looking out for th these are the people who are supposed to be keeping power in check. Instead, of, they're not just covering for the power. They're outright lying on behalf of that power. It's unbelievable to watch. Yeah, it's incredible. And and they weren't just talking about outright violence. They're talking about intimidation tactics and all these nebulous terms that yeah. really could uh, could include almost anything that uh, we do on a daily basis. Or the, if you're just a pissed off parent. The stuff they referenced is less aggressive or offensive than many things said on this show. Let's oh, put it that way. The worst sure. thing they had was a couple pissed off parents talking to a guy who spoke in favor of a mask mandated school board saying, we know who you are and we know where you live. And yeah, I'm not a fan of that. But at the That's same time, awesome. Come on. I can see Blonde's face saying yeah. the exact same thing to that guy with the exact same expression. Well, it's a real problem. These people think they're never going to face any consequences. And, and it, it bothers me that they're they're unafraid, that they live their lives unafraid. They must think that no one has it in them. Well, and, and even uh, even if you grant that some of some of the behavior has been inappropriate, is that a federal law enforcement uh, role? We're talking about. Of course not. We're talking about worse, the equivalent of a bar fight. Do we call the FBI every time there's a bar fight? No, no, no. Well, I mean, the FBI is a totally unnecessary organization. I think that we can all see that now, right? This is what they do. This is what you do. Yeah, can't we agree with progressives to defund the FBI? Can we start there? Maybe we could all come together on that. Anyway, uh, off to happier headlines. Trump held AIDS. one of one of his um, not yet official campaign rallies in Des Moines, Iowa last night, and he endorsed Chuck Grassley's reelection campaign for Senate. And he floated "Make America Great Again" again as a possible twenty two and twenty twenty a twenty twenty two and twenty twenty four slogan. Do this again, Trump. 
time. He, you know, he did the usual bit. He ripped on Joe Biden's <sighs> economic numbers and the Build Back Better Act and, and all of that. But Trump's best commentary of the week came earlier on Thursday. Uh, headline New York Post, Trump suggests Haitian migrants heading for U.S. quote, probably have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. This was uh, Trump on Sean Hannity's show on Fox. So we have hundreds of thousands of people flowing in from Haiti. Haiti has a tremendous AIDS problem. AIDS is a step beyond. AIDS is a, a real bad problem. If you look at just take a look at what's happening in Haiti, a tremendous problem with AIDS. Many of those people will probably have AIDS and they're coming into our country and we don't do anything about it. We let everybody come in. He's saying AIDS a lot. I mean, well, I did cut I get that where up. he's. I cut up just the AIDS quotes. I get yeah. where he's coming from. Uh, but, you know, nobody should be fucking any Haitians anyway. So <laughs> it's not like the biggest problem. Hey, that's on you. Here. If you get AIDS from a Haitian, that's on yeah. you. Yeah. What are you doing having sex or using sharing needles with, with a Haitian? <laughs> uh, I did check the numbers. The U.N. estimates that 150,000 Haitians are living with HIV, not necessarily AIDS. So fact check false. And I wonder how that ranks, because I don't know, like, how that's a lot of how Haitians, much, how much AIDS is a lot of AIDS, though, population wise, per capita wise. I was curious about that. You look it up. It's it's unsurprisingly mostly African nations that top the CIA's official AIDS rankings. You scroll down and Haiti is 23rd. I think it's the worst in the Western Hemisphere, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, there's some AIDS in Haiti. He's not wrong about that. Does that mean that everyone crossing the border probably has AIDS? I don't know. You be the judge it's on that. It's just not the biggest problem with Haitians. The, you'll take the AIDS? It's the other things you worry about? Yeah. I mean, AIDS isn't airborne or anything like that. If they all had fucking Ebola, I'd be, I'd be more worried about it. <laughs> uh, it's the least of my concerns. I'm, they're, they're just you know, not a very useful group of people. Why can't he say that? All on well, uh, it's nothing but hurricanes and earthquakes that have uh, stunted the development of Haiti. That's all I know. For real, nothing this is what they luck. get for practicing witchcraft. This That's is... all. Nothing but bad luck down in Haiti. Um, last weekend, of course, as I mentioned, I don't really know how to transition out of that. Just there's a lot of AIDS in Haiti. What can I say? How do I get out of this? <laughs> I mentioned last weekend was a great weekend for Brandon. With everybody cheering him on this weekend, uh, this week throughout the trend continued. Apparently, the country just can't get enough Brandon and everybody was celebrating him in many different settings. They were at college football games. Everybody loved Brandon at all the country's college football games yesterday in Selma, Alabama. There is already a big Let's Go Brandon um, billboard, uh, apparently, with Joe Biden eating his trademark ice cream. I love this clip at O'Hare Airport in Chicago. There was a uh, a message for passenger. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. The uh, at the the Trump rally in Iowa, there was a, an airplane flyover with the message trailing behind it. Let's go, Brandon. Try to zoom in a little bit. There it is. 
And uh, the Brandon meme may already be a dead meme, though, because it has already been used by boomers on Fox News. That's how far and wide this meme has spread. Listen to this. I watch Fox News because it's America. It's my America. It's, it's a real station telling the real truth every day. And by the way, let's go, Brandon. Okay, all right. He's a big college football fan. What are you going to do? All right, back to you guys. I don't know. Is that the moment the Brandon meme it's died? Over. It's over. It's jumped the shark. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> I'm still enjoying it. I'm still going to appreciate Brandon. And uh, I followed Brandon, the real Brandon Brown on Twitter for exactly this reason. And it was fun to see him react to his newfound fame. I'm sure he didn't expect it to happen this way. But hey, you win a race unexpectedly and you get this chant and suddenly you're a bigger celebrity just for a misheard (laughs) chant than you are for actually winning the race. Kind of feel bad for him. On Wednesday, he tweeted to all the Brandons out there. You're welcome. Let's go us. And uh, on Monday, right after the uh, the weekend that was where he gained all this fame, he just he simply tweeted out on Monday, let's go, Brandon. That's all. <laughs> and of course, uh, certain blue check critics jumped down his throat. and He had to clarify, not political, just feeling myself. He can't oh, even enjoy on. the moment without being accused. Chill of, out. Yeah. So all the best to Mr. Brown in his future races. We do have an update on. Uh, well, so Stuart Scheller, this uh, Marine who's been in trouble for speaking out against uh, military leadership and Joe Biden on the Afghanistan withdrawal, he's now out of jail and we know his charges. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is from uh, the Marine Corps spokesman. Uh, he was released as the result of a mutual agreement between Lieutenant Colonel Scheller, his defense counsel and the commanding general training command. Uh, He faces six misdemeanor level charges, including willfully disobeying a superior commissioned officer, dereliction in the performance of duties and conduct unbecoming of an officer and a gentleman. So he is facing a court martial hearing next Thursday and Friday at Camp Lejeune. Okay, so we'll get some more info next week. People are also really pissed off at Scheller for his anti-Trump comments, which Um, This news was kind of breaking last week and I hadn't seen it until after we talked about him last week, but he did his Facebook rants that got him in trouble. He, he, there was a gag order against him. He didn't shut up on social media and kept talking, which is why he went to the brig in the first place. But part of his um, social media commentary was commentary that was ripping Trump and the Trump family. Uh, He said, Uh, Scheller accused Trump of dividing the country, saying he doesn't want or need Trump's help and that Trump doesn't have the ability to pull the country together. Scheller said that Don Jr. should stop tweeting about him, saying the (laughs) the whole Trump family knows nothing about the Marines or their sacrifices. Scheller said he would never work with the Trumps. He'd rather sit in jail uh, than be or sit, sit in jail and be released with a dishonorable discharge than make compromises in his beliefs because of that. Well, if people are mad because a lot of the fundraising for him was done like pro Trump MAGA type groups, Um, as far as I understand, one of which is the pipe hitter foundation that uh, Eddie Gallagher runs that raised something like two million dollars for Scheller's defense. And so the pipe hitter foundation is now offering people refunds. uh, Oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, uh, dude is uncompromising in his principles. We all have criticisms of Trump. This this standing with Trump no matter what, like no criticisms can be levied at him is right wing nonsense. I personally don't care what his Trump opinion is. I think their perspective is 
he's saying he does not want want Trump's help. And, and they're kind of inferring or extending that to to mean I don't want the help of you as a pro Trump person, I suppose, is is what the critics are thinking. They're they're inferring it. I suppose I don't I don't care if he hates Trump. You know, like, like it's, it's inconsequential to me. But I I can see I suppose how people who are pro Trump think that he's slighting you, and so he doesn't deserve your money. But to uh, to me, it's kind of a side issue that's that's far secondary to what's actually important in that case. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the economic news. Recall back in the campaign, Joe Biden had pledged to. Uh, shut down the virus and not shut down the economy. And that was almost a year ago. Now it's morphed into the opposite. The economy sucks because I can't shut down the virus. And of course, he blames you for the viral spread since you won't do what he says. Well, I am responsible for the viral spread of all the people that were on the plane with me when I knowingly had coronavirus. So, (laughs) But in fairness, if Blonde had her way, the virus would have been deliberately spread far, far long ago. Yes, and, uh, those college kids, they had the right idea with those coronavirus parties. <laughs> the uh the toilet liquor lady, the what was the what was the name of the toilet seat challenge? She was she was <gasps> onto something. Remember her? Gosh, that's right. That was pre-coronavirus, yeah. wasn't it? No, it was like right at the start. She went on Dr. If we would have just done that, we would have reached herd immunity by now and they wouldn't be able to levy any kind of we're all going to get coronavirus. It's just, <laughs> just should have licked those public toilet seats. <laughs> that can't be the most efficient way of spreading it, though. <laughs> this this tweet from Joe Biden is is almost a year old and half the country is foolish enough to think that this clown has any idea what he's doing. And of course, any intent to lead us back to anything normal and september's jobs report is further evidence of that Uh, it was released by the labor department on friday and it is yet another massive economic disappointment just 194,000 jobs added economists had expected half a million plus more people actually left the labor force uh, than the new jobs that were created and they were disproportionately women 300,000 women left the labor force hey As 182,000 men joined. I figured you might like the news, but of course, that's not going to bode well. The the wage gap is going to suffer because of this trend. Joe, you know why women are doing this? um, I I, well explained. I I guess I could theorize, but I don't know exactly why in this context. Because they're seeing this, especially because dating right now is so favorable for women. They're seeing this as an opportunity to have to leave the workforce or to uh, the ability to leave the workforce, which everybody hates anyway. Um, and to get married and have kids. I mean, I if bet that the birth is rate's going to increase. That is not a terrible outcome. No, that's fantastic. Outside of the rest of the terrible news. Broad, yeah. Broadly speaking, it's quite bad. <laughs> and a lot of people are dealing with their anxiety by baking and cooking delicious meals. Mm. Like me, I'm getting pretty fat. Well, you... <laughs> Joe Biden put women back in the kitchen. That's what's happening oh. right now. Oh, that'd be so great. This is great news for the uh, collapsitarian perspective. The accelerationists are cheering this development. Yeah. Unemployment dropped from 5.2% to 4.8%. But of course, that number largely um, reflects those people who left the labor force as well. Leisure and hospitality uh, hospitality led the uh, meager job creation, accounting for 74,000. But many sectors saw job losses, specifically healthcare. 18,000 net jobs lost in healthcare, 38,000 yeah. at nursing homes, 8,000 at hospitals. No, no, that's not, that's not well, vaccine well, How many mandates. of it is people refusing to get the vaccine? Would None, they, zero. Do they qualify uh, firings? 
I, I don't know. Uh, but but as we'll see in a, in a minute with the Southwest Airlines uh, fiasco, <laughs> the vaccine yeah. has the vaccine mandates have nothing to do with this at all. You can you can be assured because yeah, really. those are working. Well, I bet great. it is thirty eight thousand at nursing homes. That's um. if you work in healthcare, I can see why you would compromise to get the vaccine. But if you work in a nursing home and you don't want to get the vaccine, you'd be like, I don't care about this job enough to. Uh... Hmm. So is, that makes sense. Makes sense. No, the vaccine mandates are working. Joe will prove it momentarily when we talk about the airlines. They're functioning exactly as uh, planned. Back to school hiring was also much lower than expected. Public education jobs made up much of a drop in 161,000 state and local government jobs. Private schools also shed 19,000 jobs. Recruitment for jobs in education was lower than expected. Again, infer what you like about why that may be. Perhaps it's ideological shifts in schools. Perhaps vaccine mandates have something to do with it. Perhaps other factors. But Biden comes out on Friday and he just pretends that this is somehow a big batch of great news that unemployment is down and wages are up and we're sure the progress may be slow, but we're on the right track. This is what Joe had to say in response to the report. Jobs up. Wages up, unemployment down. That's progress. And it's a tribute to the hard work and resilience of the American people who are battling through this pandemic, working to keep their businesses afloat. Remember, today's report is based on a survey that was taken during the week of September the 13th, when COVID cases were averaging more than 150,000 per day. Since then, We've seen the daily cases fall by more than one third and they're continuing to trend down. We're actually making real progress. Maybe it doesn't seem fast enough. I'd like to see it faster and we're going to make it faster. We're making consistent, steady progress, though. Man, I miss when Joe used to wear a mask and pulled down the mask to cough in his hand. Now he just coughs in his hand (laughs) normally. I shouldn't say he's delusional. He knows he knows exactly what's going on here or the people that are making him the puppeteer behind him. Right. It's delusional. Uh, jobs are up, yeah, way under expectations. Wages are up, yeah, and uh, if inflation is up more, so earning more doesn't really mean much more if you have to pay more to yeah. uh, for, for everything else that you buy. Uh, unemployment is down, yeah, as we mentioned, in part that's due to uh, people leaving the labor market. And the blame uh, on the virus for the disappointing numbers is just nonsense. Almost all, you look at the rankings of unemployment, Almost all the best states, lowest unemployment states, are red states with fewer restrictions. Almost all the worst states, highest unemployment, are blue states with more restrictions. It's not that people are afraid to go to work because of the virus. It's that you've created a whole series of obstacles and, in many cases, at least prior, incentives for them not to go to work. Nobody is shivering at home huddled up in the corner thinking, oh, man, I'd love to go work, but I can't because I'm so afraid of the Delta variant. Those people uh, don't want to work at all. That's who those people are. They're not. They're, I don't know. These are not uh, construction workers who are like, oh, man, I wish I was out there building no, something. No, no. But like uh, corporate types, corporate millennial types, maybe. Yeah. The people who don't work. Okay. <laughs> I, that's I, I get what you're saying, but I, I, it's just if it was simply the virus, you wouldn't see this political uh, breakdown like this, where it, it's it's clear that fewer regulations are producing better employment numbers compared to higher regulation. It's not uh, assuming that virus fear 
uh, corresponds with, say, caseload in that state or anything else. Any other ways we could uh, we could measure the virus. It's it's not playing out in the data. But um, oh, the other thing about Joe's uh, Joe's press conference, he did his classic move of uh, not taking any questions afterward and shuffling away as reporters yell at him for his attention. God bless you all and may God protect our troops. Thank you very much. And then he collapses. Like, oh, I did it. Thank God. Yeah. How long until they actually give him uh what's uh, like a conveyor belt to leave? So he doesn't even have to just, he just <laughs> slides away this whole, uh, I don't know if that was his fake set. Or where that was, but his whole fake presidential set is really bizarre too. But they should install yeah. a conveyor belt. A on conveyor the floor. belt, I like it. Um, and uh, even though Joe has had you know control for the better part of a year, uh, at least of uh, the executive branch, and even though he's already seized unprecedented ec- economic control with his nonsense vaccine mandate, or at least claimed to, as we'll get to in a moment, the vaccine mandate still is not a real thing. But we're all abiding by it as though it is anyway, despite these problems and his uh, ever expanding control, we're supposed to believe that the best way to get back to normal and resume good economic performance is to give even more power to Joe and the federal government to tax more, to spend more and to uh, print ever more to make up the difference. (laughs) Somehow we're going to build back better. um, Even though the cost of uh, building materials is sky high and we don't have the construction workers to build anything anyway. Um, and speaking of those supply constraints, I, I had to highlight this joke. Have you seen some of the maps of all of our like ships offshore unable to yeah. dock and yeah. unload their cargo? <laughs> we might this this might be what air traffic control maps look like soon too, with all the chaos in the airlines. <laughs> this is a current, up to date map of what our you know our shipping uh, and supply lines look like at the moment. Not great, but at least Brandon is having a fantastic day. And that's what really matters. And we're supposed to pass this Build Back Better Act and everything's going to get better. Everything's going to be uh, resolved. Now Congress has an extra month and a half to negotiate that bill right. and the infrastructure bill that we talked about mm. last week on Friday. Infrastructure. The Senate. Yeah, everything is infrastructure. Uh, they're, they're saying they're going to harass uh, Kirsten Sinema even more, too. She's set to be harassed at the Boston Marathon coming up. So <laughs> fine. At least it'll see. provide content for the show. <laughs> On Friday, the Senate voted to extend the debt limit until December 3rd. The House is expected to pass that uh, extension on Tuesday and send it to Biden for signing. On the negotiations of the two spending bills, not much has changed in the last week. Democrats are aiming for the end of the month to have a deal in place. Remember, progressives are sort of holding this uh, gigantic Build Back Better Act hostage, and they won't vote on the already agreed to $1.2 trillion uh, package. So they're going to have to negotiate exactly how much made up money they want to spend. Joe Manchin is is real. What is the why are they even bought? Whatever. Joe Manchin is the reasonable one. Where's his quote in here? Did I lose it? Um, Let me find uh, he Joe Manchin is the limited principled one. Uh, Yeah. Manchin speaking to reporters on Wednesday stood by one point five trillion dollars being his top line for a deal. And he raised concerns about the country becoming an entitlement society. So like we're not there already. One (laughs) point five trillion dollars. That is an unfathomable amount of money that they're just throwing around in government. 
it wasn't long ago that that uh, something like two trillion dollars was the entire federal uh, uh, budget for the year. What's our GDP? Mm. Uh, GDP. It's it's U.S. GDP. Oh, come on. Don't give me quarterly. This is great entertainment while I Google. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we're at like six point five trillion dollars. So, I mean, so we're, we're talking talk- about a fifth of the annual GDP at the in lowest one, level of the of the infrastructure. And that's just the one bill. Manchin is yeah. talking about just the Build Back Better Act, right, not even right. including the 1.2 trillion dollar infrastructure bill. So, we're talking about spending a huge percentage of all the money that anybody earns in this country on an annual basis on nothing, on literally nothing. No. Uh so um, so Manchin is is the reasonable holdout as well as uh, Kirsten Cinema, As I mentioned, I keep calling her Kirsten. It's Chris. It's Kristen? Kirsten. Or is this wrong? This insider report it's says K-Y-R-S-T-E-N, I think. Did they get it wrong? They have K-R-Y. Let me uh, oh, check this. I, maybe report. I'm wrong. I've been calling her Kirsten Cinema. I it's thought Kirsten. it was. Yeah, yeah, it is. This reporting okay. is wrong. This business Good. insider reporting is wrong. All right. Kirsten Cinema. I'm sure she's going to continue to be harassed, but it's now reported that she's not even returning some of uh, Joe Biden's phone calls. So it doesn't sound like the Leave negotiations <laughs> doesn't sound like the <laughs> negotiations are going particularly great. And amid these uh, these terrible jobs numbers and the Afghanistan botchery and the inability to pass this legislation that's not super popular anyhow. Joe Biden's job approval has dipped to the lowest level of his presidency, 38% in a Quinnipiac poll this week. It cannot possibly be that high. It can't possibly be that high. I guarantee that's inflated. There's a lot of liars or a lot of made up people. That was that's a fortified poll, I'm I'm sure. Uh but who's at let's say it's accurate. Who's at fault for that? Who's at fault for uh this unpopular president? It's not the actions of him, of course. It's you degenerate, unvaccinated imbeciles. Uh, at least that's according to Jen Psaki. Here's what she had to say in response. What do you make of these really terrible polls? Uh, are they that he's doing something wrong? Is it just the communication or is it he's doing the popular things that have to be done? Look, I would say that this is a really tough time in our country. We're still battling COVID uh, and a lot of people thought we'd be through it. Uh, including us, because of the rise of the Delta variant, uh, because of the fact that uh, even though it was a vaccine that was approved under a Republican administration, uh, even though uh, we now have full FDA approval, and even though it's widely available across the country, we still have a quarter of the country who have uh, less than that, uh, 20% of the country who've decided not to get vaccinated. No question that's having an impact. What? How, how, how am I responsible for this? Because you're the one who's holding the economy down, which means Joe Biden gets the blame for a bad economy. So it's your fault. Uh, Never mind that you only have to take the time machine back to the spring, May, to read this headline from NPR. Biden sets new goal. At least 70 percent of adults given one vaccine dose by July 4th. We could all go back to normal by July 4th if you guys would just have 70 percent vaccination. Now it's 97 to 98 percent of the population. Now now Jen Psaki's up there saying, well, if a fifth of you would just get in line, we'd be we'd be golden. Right. Keep track of the ever shifting goalposts. And it's not like I'm going back a decade. This is this is inside of the last six months when they were telling you, just do this. It'll all be back to normal. Oh, the it's going to come down to the last unvaccinated man. That guy. He's going to get a gang beating until we can all no, go back to normal. No, he'll get shot execution style for sport. 
It'll yeah, be, maybe it'll be put on Netflix or something. This is this is outrageous. Um, you know, there's no end in sight. People that don't see that, I don't really understand where they're coming from. Well, I don't know what you're talking about because the vaccine mandates are clearly working awesomely. In another speech this week, uh, Joe Biden said, hey, take a look at United Airlines because they've gone from 60 percent vaccinated to 99 percent vaccinated because of the mandate. These requirements work. And as the business roundtable others told me when I announced the first requirement that encouraged businesses to feel they could come in and demand the same thing of their employees. More people are getting vaccinated. More lives are being saved. Let's be clear. When you see headlines and reports of mass firings and hundreds of people losing their jobs, look at the bigger story. I've spoken with Scott Kirby, CEO of United Airlines, who's here today. United went from 59% of their employees to 99% of their employees in less than two months after implementing the requirement. 99%. <laughs> How did they do it? Because they were all going to lose their jobs. Yeah. Could it be that uh, headline end of September, nearly 600 United Airlines employees face termination for yeah. failing to comply with vaccine mandate? Yep. But they uh, did it, it of their own volition. That's fine. Yeah. They all decided this job is not for them and they left to greener pastures. And Unreal. I, I just want to highlight too this it works argument that they keep bringing up. Oh, it works. Um, it's very dangerous. The mandate argument. or the vaccine? Just anything they, they want to do. It's, it's Bill de Blasio has said the same thing about his mandates and requirements in New York City. They work. Okay. But what you're saying is. The ends justify the means. That's what that always means. Well, if it works, if it produces the end we want, then what's left to debate? Well, what's left to debate is the rights of people that are being trampled. <laughs> the, a good outcome doesn't mean justified. And when they say it works, that's what they're saying. Need to pay attention to that. I'll give you an example. We could reduce coronavirus cases by killing people. Mm -hmm. That would work. I could say it works. Look at the uh, drop in the curve. It works. Didn't we talk about this with stop and frisk? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's a similar argument where uh, they'll say it it worked. And I, I don't doubt that it did. I don't doubt right, that. Right, right, right. I'm sure it probably did. But so uh, would um, giving the death sentence, the death penalty to every person that had a, a misdemeanor. That would also reduce yes. violent crime probably. Yeah. yeah. It's, it doesn't matter if it really works. So whenever you hear it works, that uh, should grab your attention and think, OK, but there's got to be a secondary consideration. And not only that, but you should question, does it does it actually work? Is having 600 fewer employees at United Airlines actually a good trade? Because there are costs, even if you accept the premise that it's much safer to fly on United Airlines now than it was before. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But there are costs to making that move. The same thing is happening with Southwest Airlines over the weekend. They're also implementing uh, their own vaccine mandate for all employees. Southwest canceled. Uh, I've seen different reports between a thousand and two thousand flights over the weekend. Ooh. Blaming air traffic control issues and disruptive weather. That's what Southwest is saying. Air traffic control issues and disruptive weather. Um, as though disruptive weather is everywhere in the country, all throughout all regions. I doubt that um, the FAA responded and said, we there there isn't an air traffic control issue or an air traffic controller shortage. There was one issue on Friday in Jacksonville, Florida, where air traffic controllers apparently walked off the job. They say in protest of mandatory coronavirus of, uh, of vaccine mandates. 
Uh, I haven't looked at that story super closely, but even if so, that's one airport. You don't cancel a thousand or two thousand flights over the yeah. weekend because of that. And it's it's not just people losing their jobs every time every one of these flights that that's canceled that is a logistics nightmare for somebody that's somebody not getting to where they're supposed to be either to see their family or for a business purpose again is that cost worth it does it work for a a marginally safer united flight would you rather have no flight because there's nobody to do it for you or would you rather have a flight that you can assess the risk of yourself would it doesn't it doesn't choice? really matter. It doesn't really matter because because what they're saying works is just reduces transmissibility transmission on like a, a short term scale. Yeah. Everybody's ultimately going to be affected by this anyway. So so what does it matter? Is it really a benefit to society to reduce transmission in the short term? Yeah. Does it work when they say it works? What is the working? No, I, I don't see I a lot clarify, of the obvious benefits. I only here. went on a plane ten days after I started showing symptoms, so it doesn't. <laughs> Actually, really I think that count. is compliant. You should clarify. It's compliant because they're uh, the feds are going to be knocking on your door soon for that one. And I never tested positive. Also, so oh, I guess just it's possible. You had it. you had the symptoms. Oh, I, I almost said I guess it's possible. I I didn't have it, but then I got the antibody test, and I definitely did. So hmm. could have been at a different time. Is I that guess. what they say? Ten ten days. I think they dropped it to that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the current advisory is, but that guy in Australia got arrested for sneezing in the elevator. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Not to mention there's not a lot of evidence that airlines have been a major uh, vector of transmission throughout the entire uh, pandemic. Not that Uh, it really matters. Uh, There's good air filtration, air circulation in those things. It's not, you're, I've not heard a lot of good evidence that people are getting the virus on planes, regardless vaccinated or otherwise. And um, speaking of Biden's vaccine mandate, I did want to mention a couple of quick things before we move on. Uh, Where the hell is the vaccine mandate? Because we're a month removed from his announcement about it. And there's no such rule issued from OSHA as Biden said there would be. But still, employers are rolling out these vaccine mandates as though they've been mandated too, when in fact they have not. And you remember at the time when Joe Biden made that speech, you had all these um, attorneys general and other uh, political and legal officials and even private businesses pledging to challenge the mandate in court. Where are those lawsuits? They haven't happened because the mandate doesn't exist yet. No such mandate has been sent to the White House's Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs for approval. There's not even an official executive order. It does not exist. As of now, Mm. it just appears the whole thing was just a bluff. It's the equivalent of a press release to get private actors to do what Biden wants them to do without actually doing it themselves, them being the administration, because if they did, they're in legally dubious territory and they probably can't defend it in court. Do you think that it's not going to come to fruition then? I I won't be surprised if they just said this to get private actors to do their bidding and they get the end result that they want without having any of the legal mess because you, a, a private business is at much more liberty to right. force vaccines on their employees than the federal government is to try to force it on everybody. That's true. And if they wait long enough, uh, then people will leave that will not want to get vaccinated. And then those that would have anyway will have gotten vaccinated. So there, there will be fewer <laughs> lawsuits anyway. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Biden and and 
business giants just wanted to play the Spider-Man game with each other and point at each other. They could have plausible deniability. So when employees or customers or whoever complain, oh, it's not me, it's that guy over there. When in reality, they're kind of in cooperation with each other, but there's nothing formal to challenge. If this is the design, Mm. it's actually kind of clever. In the same way that the Texas... The Texas abortion law thought of something new to to make it difficult to challenge in court by allowing uh, civilians to sue each other. This had the same effect without actually ever having any legal formality to challenge in a court. It is kind of brilliant because it, it wages psychological warfare on the individual that can't tolerate being in a state of limbo. Yeah. Uh, in terms of financial stability, which is basically every person, like yeah. that feeling like I'm going to lose my job. It's terrifying. It's it's a terrifying. What, what is my family going to do? And you wonder how many people out there might have just preemptively left like their their employer never even tried to force it on them. But they got this news and they think, ah, screw this. I'm moving. I'm, out to, of here. I'm going to Bertaria. I'm out. I'm yeah, leaving now. For real. I bet there's I, a good amount of people, people who did that. Yeah. Not that I think that's my a foolish decision. My real estate decision. prices are way up because yeah. of people like that. Yeah. Minimizing the influence and control of these people in your lives is not a foolish decision at all. I'm not casting uh, any kind of disapproval. I just I I wonder if this was the design the whole time. And they they do this stuff all the time. Remember Jen Psaki talking about how they just kind of tell Facebook to censor on their behalf. They don't do it themselves unless you can't really challenge them in court about that sort of thing. They've done something similar, although probably. It's not as important or consequential of a story, but I've been checking back here and there because uh, on on the whip issue, the whip gate at the border, mm-hmm. we talked about it that stream saying, are Crickets. they actually going to do this investigation? Biden said these border agents will pay. And and um, the Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas had said, we're going to have uh, results on this investigation out within days. That was weeks ago. And there's no indication that there was any investigation that anybody got punished or that they did anything at all. It's all just a public show. Well, people fall for it. If, if you ask the general public, uh, what percentage of people do you think would say that there is a mandatory uh, that there's, there's a there's a vaccine mandate that's already been issued on Lots. corporations? I, mean, I, I, I bet about, the yeah. vast majority of people would think that it's already been issued. Yeah. I mean, I I've talked about it on my channel and just in different conversations with people. And I talk about the constitutionality of it. And you realize, well, that's all hypothetical. It's like if they do that, <laughs> if they do that, I'm, yeah. I'm, I know there isn't one yet, but I'm one of those people who talks about it as though it currently exists, all based on the assumption that it was going to mm-hmm. but have we. And there that was one po- month ago. Two possibilities. One is it's so legally difficult to navigate that they're having to be very careful in crafting this to try to defend it best in court or the intent the entire time was just to say it, but never actually do it. That's a bold move, but I guess they do stuff like that all the time. That is kind of the MO of this administration. They just kind of wink and nod at other people to do stuff for them. And then they have plausible deniability and cover to say that they never did it themselves. And technically they never did. They just said stuff. This is what they wanted, though, especially with uh, the healthcare sector, because all these people are going to leave and then they're going to be woefully understaffed. And then there is some burden in hospitals due to coronavirus. And so they're going to be like uh, the hospitals are overrun with coronavirus victims <laughs> and people can't be taken care of, which has an element of truth to it because <laughs> hospitals are going to be woefully understaffed because of the vaccine issue. Yeah. So they're going to be able to spin spin this like crazy. Yeah. And it all of Joe Biden's worst the worst things he he's done, including this vaccine mandate, they generally rely on you, the private actor, to enforce. The second that we stop complying, they won't 
be able to do any of this. We're enforcing it on ourselves. They're not even enforcing well, it on us. That's how they always do it. And in Soviet uh, Russia, the, be- the best people were the ones that informed on their neighbors, on their yeah, family. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we're doing now, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, think about how they've they've made the businessman the policeman. Uh, they mm-hmm. did that throughout all of these uh, like mask mandates and stuff. You had you had like in California, all those clips of those health department goons going in and busting up businesses because the business wouldn't enforce mask mandates on yeah. on customers and all of a sudden the the guy who just runs a bar down the street is supposed to be policeman for the state mm-hmm. same sort of thing that he's supposed to be policeman for the state on his employees if he has 100 or more but it's like just just stop being their cop even if you agree yeah. with their policies you're not paid to be their law enforcement officer right so just right. stop doing that yep second we do they don't have they have a lot fewer cops on the beat to actually make their will happen man we did this to ourselves guys yeah we did uh we're definitely due for a break so we will get to uh the texas school shooting and the chicago gang shooting and john wick and all the other shootings uh after the break but uh let's let's catch up with chat first Oh, I did forget to mention an important story about my friend's sister, a important part of that story. Um, oh. She was, uh, everybody was asking me whether or not she was vaccinated. She was not vaccinated, but she was going to be vaccinated. She was waiting to hear from her OB, and that's when she contracted coronavirus. Um, and as far as I know, that is not the reason that she was denied Medicaid for the transplant. That seems to hmm. be uh, because Nevada does not pay for any kind of transplantation. As far as I know, hmm. but um, yeah, please check out the GoFundMe. It's just this—I I can't believe this is happening. Part of me thinks that she was unvaccinated. Does that really have nothing to do with it? I don't know. I wouldn't with be her able to treatment. Tell you that. I mean, yeah, I I don't neither know. can I. I have, no, I have no idea. And um, then it's like, I, what do people that are high risk do? Should they get the vaccine? I guess, I guess so. It's up to them. I, you know, I, it I, is up to them, and that's the important part of it. It's, yeah, it should be up to them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, imagine a world where people. Uh, maybe just didn't even ask each other about vaccination status. But if they did say, Hey, are you, are you vaccinated? Ah, oh, no, I decided it wasn't, uh, wasn't for me. Oh, I got the vaccine. Okay, cool, cool. Cool. Well, yeah. Right. Um, uh, I did open the treasure chest on D live. Thank you guys for hanging out over there. Appreciate it. Are you good? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll, I got tippy stream, but if you're ready to go, go. Mojack420. I was at the Trump rally last night out of a crowd of around 20,000. I think I only saw a dozen people wearing the facial diapers and six were, were people interviewing the crowd. Hmm. Epstein still didn't kill himself. Um, that's good. That's good to know. Trump rally. I just, um, I don't, I don't have this in me to do this again. I do you? Always, I mean, fucking, um, are you going to vote for Trump again? Jeez. I love the entertainment. I know that's not a great reason. Um, I can't vote for somebody for the laws. <laughs> I I can. Doesn't mean that I love the man or worship him. Um, no, of course not. He did a lot of stuff that that bugged me. Uh, would I trade him for Joe Biden? Absolutely. Um, does part of me want to reject this entire framework that we're operating within? Yeah, I can see that too. But at the end of the day. Um, I just I love the entertainment factor. I want to hear the president talk about Haitian AIDS. I just it's uh that's that's good for my business, if nothing else. That's good show material. Yeah, but I just <laughs> what did he really do for us? He was well, the ringleader of this vaccine horseshit. He just invested more money into government. Well, yeah, but he never pushed it on you in that way. I mean, it, the develop there's the development and then there's the coercive attempt. And I don't think Trump was ever coercive in that way. You have to. The other thing that's frustrating about this is you have to consider it relatively speaking. 
Do I think yeah. Trump was a fantastic president? Um, compared to what is the question compared to what we have now? Awesome. In my ideal world, a lot of stuff that I think was out of bounds and shouldn't have been done. But I, I, I have to. I don't know. I guess should should I aim for ideals or should I accept what's better than the current status quo pile of crap? Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess that's true. Um, okay. That's Amanda. Um, are you aware of this media blackout over Southwest workers really having a mass sick out this weekend in opposition to vaccine mandates? They're blaming cancellations on the weather. Yes, we are aware. Is, I didn't know that there's a media black. I, I don't doubt that they I probably saw it won't. on Daily Mail. So I don't know. Okay. I saw some local reporting. That's what I had. But I, when I turn on, if that's true, and I, I, I don't know, I haven't flown in a while, but if that's true that there were thousands of flights canceled this weekend, that is a major logistical nightmare, and that should be national news tomorrow morning. If it is not, yeah. and I'm saying when I turn on NBC or if I turn on CNN or I turn on any of those, if it's not mentioned, then that would imply hush hush, I would think. <laughs> Yeah. Um, esoteric unbound. We should spend tomorrow contemplating whether COVID nineteen is punishment for our ancestors inflicting mathematics, pants, and the toxic benevolence of the federal government. Um, <coughs> excuse inflicting me. Inflicting pants. <laughs> is what it says. <laughs> okay. I don't know what's going on here. Upon the idyllic indigenous people of North America. Mm. Um, it is oh, Indigenous yeah, to- Peoples Day tomorrow. That's right. I failed to acknowledge it. Is it officially Indigenous Peoples Day as far as the federal government is concerned? Uh, who I think is designated so, yeah. at that? I can't remember. I, I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I do have a newfound respect for Native Americans. They were a savage people that uh, would indiscriminately kill people and feel no guilt about it. And for that, I admire them in many ways. Well, I think you have to evaluate. Would today's society be better with more or fewer scalpings? And I think more scalpings. More scalpings. More yeah. scalp. We have too few. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Everybody's always talking about the, the Native Americans and how savage they are. You know, we maybe we need to draw from their savagery to take care of individuals in the federal government defensively. Defensively. <laughs> Daniel Kunkel. Tour of the Capitol on January 6th, get thrown into prison with no bail. Some punk shoots up his school out on bail that day and celebrates. Does this seem messed up to anyone else? Is this justice? No. Everybody needs to abandon this idea of government ordained justice. There is no justice under anybody, but God, we, we have to stop thinking about the government in this way. Uh, they're, they're so incompetent and malicious. We're about to talk about this, but this we is, we had just a good outrageous. try, but, uh, but yeah, to, to try to apply the concept of, uh, equal protection, equal treatment, justice, any of those concepts to what we're watching, we're supposed to believe it's a self-defense case. We will evaluate that yeah. when we talk about it. Uh, mostly peaceful gunner. I think the majority of my irritation with Fauci comes from the fact that he looks and sounds like an old Jewish lady. He really does. Hmm. Yeah. I just want to put a little scarf on him, you know, <laughs> bend him over a little bit. And he's just, yeah. Um, Although, well, small Jewish lady and short old Italian man. Those are, they're very close. They're kind there. of interchangeable. Some of yeah. them, I suppose. That's true. P. Daniel Todd, Matt, Robert Barnes just gave a shout out to you on Viva's live stream. He said that your coverage of Rittenhouse was good. That's good. I hope they did not watch this show last week. Well, they're plugged in. You know, I mean, we do the best we can. But of course, um, they are legal experts that we are not. And of of course, Robert Barnes is plugged into Alex Jones in a way that we are not. 
and um, and they're doing good work over there. I know that we have a lot of crossover among people who listen to both shows, so we appreciate it. Their their show, their live stream was just killing it. I checked it before our show; it had yeah. like ten thousand live viewers. That's really good. I'm glad that's to hear. Great. It. Was that on YouTube or Rumble? Because I know they're YouTube. I know they're doing well on Rumble as well. So that's only that's, a fraction that's of their numbers. Fantastic to hear. Yeah, I love seeing people that deserve it getting the yeah. the viewers that they. That they deserve. That was so redundant. Um, Reith Nelson refusing jab mandate and getting pushed out of work. Uh, sold a lot of stuff to start own shop, but coming up short. Can't teach my children. Submission uh, gives and go dot com campaign standalone. Uh, I don't have the chat in front of me. Gives and go dot oh, Give send go. Give send go. Send go. Okay. There you go. I was like, gives and go. Yeah. Givesendgo.com campaign is standalone. Um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are in the situation. It's it's really tragic. It's hmm. uh Francis Chartrand. Viva Barnes tossing traffic your way as always. Matt, do a sidebar with Viva, please. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Uh well we and I have to I don't think I've ever actually talked to Robert Barnes voice to voice which should probably be arranged too we had viva on in the spring after the uh george floyd verdict to help us understand all of the legal complexities uh, but it, it was would be very helpful <laughs> yeah it'd be nice to um to talk to robert barnes as well so perhaps we can arrange uh incompetent hands 30 there would probably be some trademark or copyright issue but i want a shirt on the website that says i agree with batman actually instead of a shirt make it a yellow jacket <laughs> I think we could probably use the name Batman. You you yeah, can't not? use their logos and stuff. But if it was mm. just Batman text, we might be okay. I bet nobody would do anything about it. Tom twelve twelve handlebar is a long mustache, usually with a curl at the end. Matt is thinking of a Fu Manchu. I well, how'd you say I was correct? What did you look up? Um, I looked up Google images, and there was one that looked like. An actual handlebar. Well, see, I, when I Google image, I see both of the things we were describing. Right. And when so, I think about a handlebar, it goes it goes out. I'm doing a lot of hand gestures. We can go with doing. the Wikipedia. A handlebar mustache is a mustache with particularly lengthy and upwardly curved extremities. Upwardly curved so extremities. The Fu Manchu, the technical definition is... Uh, oh, I got to... That's uh, it's bringing up some book or movie or something. Okay. Fu Manchu mustache is a full straight mustache extending from under the nose past the corners of the mouth mouth and growing downward past the clean shaven lips. So it, at least if Wikipedia is the accepted authority, then the chatter and you were correct. Woo! I don't know my mustaches. I just know my beards. Yeah. So jot in. Always grateful for your all's insight and the laughs every show. Can you give a shout out to my cousin, Nate? Higgers. <laughs> you got to be careful. That one might be legit, though. Uh, no. Nate? Oh, oh. N- no. <laughs> oh, no, I see. It was the legit. letter swap. It was the letter swap. That's He's what... a big fan. Oh, Jordan. Yeah. Jordan. All right. Naughty. Um, We should we should circle back on these, right? I, I have a couple a over on uh, Tibby Stream real quick. Captain Norway says, um, just got a raise. Here's some Viking dollars. I've been watching U.S. news recently. Stuff I don't usually watch, such as MSNBC and CNN. Initially thought that Rachel Maddow is pretty shit, but eventually I concluded that Don Lemon is a big, a bigger hag. <laughs> That's a fair evaluation, and thank you. Norway and all a couple of the Scandinavian countries are just opening right back up. I know Norway is. They're done with yeah. this crap. 
Yep. Charles Yu says, fuck you and your stupid show. Here's 10 bucks. Well, <laughs> fuck your 10 bucks. Thanks for supporting the show. Thursday says, uh, getting out same day. Scott Greer is right. Um, they really are. They really are magic Americans and worship these. <laughs> I don't even know what I, can I say this? I think I understand what he's getting at. This is fine. Or at least Susan would say it's fine. And worship these low impulse degenerates is the preferred religion of the elites. That's fine. I always got to check right? myself. Well, speaking of checking myself, here's Phil. <laughs> Phil says happy. Oh, he's on. He's talking about Columbus Day. Happy Columbus Day tomorrow, folks. We aren't sorry and owe nothing to no one. I don't know why people are surprised by the reaction to the latest school shooting. The shooter's family and community understand the friend enemy distinction and the uh i don't know what this acronym is oh the powers that be tptb the powers that be have long ago uh signaled that their foot soldiers won't face consequences phil says i don't know why people are oh that one came through twice phil so if you didn't intend that just send me a message and i can uh get your money back on that one he also says um i saw that the cuck with I saw that the cuck wing of the Idaho GOP is begging to be saved by indie and independent and Democrat voters in the next election. I'm still not sold on the effectiveness of elections, but it's funny to see the scum wail and gnash their teeth over the base, abandoning them. There was also some weird, what was going on with your Lieutenant governor trying to sneak in some mask, anti-mask trickery behind the back of uh, your governor, Brad Little. What? Something I went down. This. Like Brad Little was out of state. That's your governor, right? Brad Little. But Brad Little's a huge faggot. Also. <laughs> so he he's out of state. And your female lieutenant governor behind his back issued some kind of anti-mask or anti-vaccine mandate order, executive order, because she could do that while he was gone. Anti-mask. It, yeah, it was. I think it was anti-vaccine mandate, if I recall correctly. You have to okay. look it up. She had some. Trickery, I'm conflicted about this it. because yeah. female trickery, but also women in government. And then I don't like this, 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 you know, doing this to a man while he's out of town thing, but also it's what I want. So do the ends justify the means? Yeah. Well, yeah, usually I should probably be jazzed about this. All right. We will come back to chat uh, later in the show. Thank you guys. And I just um, checked I'll Gabby's just donation page. You guys were super generous. Thank you so much. I, That's great She's to hear. really going to appreciate that. Thank you guys for that as well. Let's talk about the Texas school shooting. If I can find my place here. Um, I got so many articles. Where the hell? Where? I lost my place. Here we go. Um, so a fight between two students at Timberview High School in Arlington, Texas, was broken up on Wednesday morning, after which one of the students retrieved a gun from his backpack and fired inside the classroom. Timothy retrieved Simpkins, it from his backpack. Eh? That is the allegation. Timothy Simpkins is the shooter. He is 18 years old. He turned himself into authorities about four hours after the shooting. He left four injured, including the 15 year old he fought with, firing seven to eight shots, four of which Uh, Four of them hit that student that he was fighting with. That student is in critical condition, now reported uh, in an induced coma as of this weekend. 
Mm. One of the wounded was a teacher. Actually, two of them were. But uh, this uh, this particular individual was a teacher who jumped in to break up the fight. That teacher's family is not speaking publicly, but a state legislator uh, says that that teacher was shot in the back and will be fine. But the bullet landing an inch away would have produced far different results. Apparently, it was nearly missed a, a crucial artery or some other blood vessel. Uh, but it sounds like this teacher will recover. Another teacher was also struck. She's pregnant. Her oh injuries my gosh. are reportedly minor. She was not taken to a hospital. So Motiv- she must have been shot in the leg or something like or that. Or grazed. Um, she was not seriously injured. Motivations for the fight are as of yet unknown, or at least that's what police are saying. The Simpkins family. <laughs> I don't know. There were a lot of people at the party, as we're about to see. I don't know if dad was there. But Simpkins <laughs> no, family says <laughs> that Simpkins has been bullied since the beginning of the school year. Again, not that it's impossible, but Simpkins irrelevant, is okay? 18, not necessarily relevant to the shooting per se. Um, if, if someone's like trying to kill you, maybe it's a self-defense situation. That's what they're saying. But but I do want to reiterate, this kid is 18. The guy who kicked his ass is 15. And we know that's the guy who kicked his ass because it's on video. There's cell phone video of the fight from inside the classroom. I can't show it because Susan says it's too scary, but it does show this 15 year old pushing and punching Simpkins repeatedly. And speaking objectively, it's a short clip. It does look like that 15 year old is the aggressor against Simpkins only to the extent that he's kicking his ass, though. Yeah. Like, I don't they're kind of fighting each other. I don't know what started the fight. It, Simpkins is getting beat up. That's what the video shows. And police uh, confirmed that video's authenticity and say it's part of the investigation. Now, it's also unknown how Simpkins got the gun. This story in the Dallas Morning News says that it's illegal for anyone under 21 to have a handgun. I'm not sure that's correct. I think I was looking it up. I think possession is fine federally and in Texas, but the but transfer from a federally licensed dealer is an issue. So there might be an issue with how he got the gun. The possession itself isn't necessarily a legal issue, but who gave him the gun is a question. And so Arlington police say they're working with the ATF to trace the gun and find where it came from. Oh, he's 18. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, under 21. The shooter is charged with three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and was being held on $75,000 bond until of course he wasn't. The next day, being Thursday, Simpkins was released on bail. He just walked out with several reporters following him with all sorts of questions. Here's what the uh, scene looked like. To any of the victims that you're sorry, your teacher or the teacher. Anything, baby, you want to say anything? Do you want to say anything to your family? And he had nothing psycho. to say. So, you know, white privilege strikes again. And not only is Simpkins out, but Simpkins actually uh, went home and he had a welcome home party when he got there. Relatives and friends gathered round to welcome Simpkins uh, home after his cold night in jail. Family social media posts celebrate that Simpkins is, quote, home that quick with heart and uh, happy emojis. And the family and Simpkins lawyer insist that this is a self-defense case. Um, they are. <laughs> I don't know where the quote is in this story, but it's uh, 
It's in one of these stories. They say Simpkins has been repeatedly targeted and robbed by bullies because he, quote, wears nice duds and drives a nice car. Are, what, are, what the hell actually, is that? I don't know the lingo. What are duds? Is that uh, shoes? Duds, Urban Dictionary. What do we got? Uh, oh, uh, pants? Clothes. Just clothes. A lawyer um, said this? Oh, no, the family. This is what okay. the family is saying. He's been bullied because he wears nice duds and drives a nice car. I don't know what duds just, are, but he wears nice ones. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, I have no idea what that means. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, so they're saying that nobody the, bullies people for stuff like that. Hey, you with the nice clothes, get over here yeah. so I can rough you up. They're saying that he's been targeted by bullies at school repeatedly. That's the origin of this dispute. That's why it happened. Now, even if that other student did initiate uh, the physical aggression and threaten him with serious bodily harm. And like I said, the video shows this kid Simpkins getting his ass kicked. That much is clear. Even if I wanted to go as far as to say this is a legitimate self-defense situation, even though he left the scene for a moment, went and got a gun and came back, which is a complicating factor. Uh, how do you explain the shooting of other uninvolved people like the student and the two teachers? Because even in a legitimate self-defense scenario, let's say let's take the Kyle Rittenhouse example. Let's say that Kyle shot bicep man and skateboard man. And then he also accidentally shot like a grandma walking by and just a guy down the street. Well, even if you have a legitimate self-defense scenario in one, you're still responsible for every round that hit another person who was not actually attacking you with lethal force. You still committed a crime. So there's no way this is pure self-defense, even if the one actor was attacking him aggressively. Yikes. We'll see if that one holds up in court. As a condition of his bond, Simpkins must wear an ankle monitor and be on house arrest. He's also ordered to stay away from the school and the people who were injured. I don't see any mention in the coverage of his next court date yet. So I don't know when we'll get more information on this one. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he, how was he not charged with attempted murder? I guess I'm not because clear it was, on that either. He had the gun in his backpack already, though. Yeah. Doesn't that show some level of intent? And if he was the, bullied, uh, then that it stands to reason that this was, um, you know, that all of this was kind of preconceived. Well, the the I guess the family would say he probably brought it for his own protection. I don't know what they're saying on bringing the gun to school. Um, but uh, but yeah, that, that's 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 the narrative that we're going with. Um, I, I the fact that he left the scene to go to the or at least left the immediacy of the fight to go to the backpack and come back. I mean, that that implies that there was some sort of resolution and the, the physical altercation had had stopped for the moment. Right. So I don't know. We shall see where this uh, or how this plays out. And it's being compared to, uh, you know, take as we mentioned in the chats, being compared to any number of uh, other court cases. The fact that I, I'm struggling to think of, and I don't say this rhetorically. I, I actually mean it. If people can give me an example, I'd be curious to hear. Have we ever heard of a school shooting where the person walked out the very next day? No. That's something that's not. that's new to me, at least that I can remember. So uh, just just call it an oddity, I guess. Um, and, and as far as the bullying claim, um, that, that's usually a portion of almost every school shooter's profile. Like, oh, they were an outsider at school. Kids were right. mean to them. It's not really unique to this case. The only thing that may be unique, I guess the only thing unique to this case that I haven't heard before is like an actual physical fight that immediately preceded it. Mm-hmm. That's something that I haven't heard commonly before. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll Bizarre. see the fact I don't that know, there's, I mean, 
it, it just stands to reason that there was some element of premeditation here. If he's bringing a firearm, he has a history of bullying. He brings a firearm. Uh, he has a history school. of being bullied, oh, not yeah. bullying. That was a Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we will monitor that case as it develops. And uh, we also have this gang shooting in Chicago that has caused Lori Lightfoot and Kim Fox to catfight. Yeah, and you didn't this, think this uh, was funny? Come on, this is hilarious. I, I didn't know about it until you mentioned it at the um, uh, during the call-in show, and I knew I had to check it out. So here we are. So it's this shitty Austin neighborhood in Chicago. And uh, last week, four gunmen drove up to a home there. And they exited the car and then they opened fire. And then they just immediately returned fire from the house because apparently this was just expected. And um, at the end of it, one person was dead. I'm not really clear on if it was a person from the shooting or the return. I don't give a shit, actually. One of the people involved in this is dead. It doesn't really matter to me who. Um, it was witnessed by police officers and caught on street cam. We should probably watch this footage I first. think I can show you this shooting footage. Again, one dead, two others injured by the shots, some of which are captured in this footage. I had to blur it because there is, in the latter portion, just a body laying in the middle of the street. <laughs> There's no sound, but you can see here, taking defensive position behind cars, just unloading with their handguns. That guy, I don't know if he got hit or injured, but he hobbles into the car. The police are shortly behind. They rush to the scene. The cars take off. That blur there you see, that's just a body. That's just a body laying there. Yeah. Either that or a guy who's so seriously injured that he looks like a body. The cars are super nice, too. And did you see how white that guy's shoes were? It's like, what are these? <laughs> what, what's the priority list hey, on these people? Check the footlocker inventory around I know, here. Something's right? missing. <laughs> this is just, the whole thing just made me laugh because it's just chaos. It's daytime. Cops are already there. And then the, the cars are like trying not to run into each other and they're swerving around this body in the road. It's this fucking chaos. I guess I didn't chaos. notice that. It was pretty courteous in the uh, traffic, uh, the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Traffic etiquette leaving the scene. They, that was pretty <laughs> nice of those gangsters. Body, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're good gangsters. So Fox refused to bring charges and reported reportedly cited mutual combat as the reason. I don't really know how why that matters. Somebody's dead. So. I tried to look into this. I have a little bit. I'm not an expert or any kind of yeah, neither legally is Kim qualified Fox. person. Yeah, well, you know, I'd probably be more qualified to be state's attorney in <laughs> Cook County than Kim Fox. I'll grant that point. But uh, I, I have some explanation of this mutual combat thing i'll get to in a little bit a lightfoot said it was unbelievable that fox refused to prosecute she said quote i'd like her to explain because i can't explain it uh referring to fox's decision not to pursue charges i'm getting calls from residents i'm getting calls from other officials we have to understand how it's possible when this kind of shootout is captured on film that there were no charges on any person even though people were brought into custody and arrested literally moments later what was after this guy then Fox torn to Lightfoot for her interference in the investigation. She said, I was quite honestly mortified by what happened yesterday, particularly because the mayor, as a former prosecutor, knows that what she did yesterday was inappropriate. I guess commenting on this publicly because it's an open case. I yeah, presume. I think that's what and then meant. Light. Yeah. Lightfoot brushed off Fox's claims and announced that she'd effectively circumvented her by asking the U.S. attorney, Don Lausch, to review the evidence. Did so that she guy was respond? Like, Did the feds say Fox? anything? Not, in I didn't see anything. Not yet. But, you know, they, ha they have to prosecute this. It's 
Like, clearly they have to. You can't just like pew pew each other up. Somebody ends up dead and everyone's like, well, uh, it was consent between the two parties because it was mutual combat. I'm pretty open to the argument that uh, like mutually consenting duels maybe ought to be a thing. Great. Maybe I'm on Fox's team on this one. There are some complicating factors in the way this was arranged. Maybe we need a dual range that's that's safe. You know, they have sort of uh, bulletproof barriers so you don't have this collateral damage potentially. Anyway, (laughs) I guess my vision for mutual combat and Kim Fox's visions probably varies a little bit. (laughs) Incongruent. Here's some of uh, Lori Lightfoot's commentary and just some more commentary on the scene that was. State's attorney, Kim Fox, says there's simply not enough evidence to press charges in this case, even citing mutual combat because reportedly it was two gangs firing at each other. Mayor Lori Lightfoot, who is a prosecutor herself, a former prosecutor, says she disagrees with the lack of charges. More than 70 shots were fired. One of the alleged shooters died. Two others were wounded. Five men were arrested, but then released without charges. She's got to explain (laughs) to the public why, given that evidence, a pod camera right there that captured the entire thing, Police officers on the scene, a uniform squad there. Why that isn't enough? The office of Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox says in a statement, quote, the detectives reached out to our office on Friday and acknowledged at the outset that given the chaotic nature of the scene, they were unable to determine how the events unfolded. If the bad guys that are out there that are picking up guns and shooting without any regard for the sanctity of life do not believe that there's accountability for them, the brazenness will not end. Yeah. It's kind of rich coming from Lori Lightfoot, but it is, okay. yet she's right. I, guess, I, mean, I don't uh, think that she believes what she's saying, but what she's saying yeah. is true. Uh, Fox also had some commentary in response. Here's a, a little bit of, uh, of that. This is not a time for scapegoats. This is not a time for political rhetoric. Kim Fox calling out the mayor for creating a false narrative, saying even police did not believe there was enough clear evidence of who did what, and noting no one involved was cooperating with detectives. There's a shootout in Austin. Our number one concern should be about getting those people prosecuted, not a headline diverting attention away from the fact that we have not had a comprehensive plan for violence in the city of Chicago. The Cook County State's Attorney's Office is here, ready to hold those who cause harm to our communities accountable for their actions. Okay. Uh, Did you follow what she said there? Like she said in almost back to back sentences, calling for prosecution is political rhetoric. Also our number one concern should be about getting those people prosecuted. Yeah. It didn't, it made no sense. Um, let alone the legal arguments, but how dare, (laughs) how dare Lori Lightfoot publicly call for prosecution when prosecution ought to be our number one priority. That's what she just said. Isn't that begging the question? I always forget what the actual people misuse that all the time. I think that's the actual definition of of begging the question. I I misuse it constantly. And my audience is so fucking annoying about it. I never say it because I'm not confident enough to say it because I know it's uh, it's so commonly misused. I don't want to join the club. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have to look it up. It, it must be. Uh, maybe it's all ironed out, though, because the two met at City Hall on Thursday. It's not uh, clear exactly what was said or what potentially was agreed to at the meeting. It wasn't public. They just pulled out each other's weave and bitch slap each other. <laughs> there is no way Lori Lightfoot has a weave. OK, that's, that's true. As soon as I said it, damn, <laughs> Kim might have a nice one. But if yeah. Lori, Light, 
first of all, we know it's not real because Lori Lightfoot had to get a haircut during coronavirus. Yes, and she needed of her male pattern baldness. She needed a professional yeah. to produce that haircut. But Poor also, lady. so unattractive. Um, yeah, there's just there's there's no way that that's a that's a fake hairdo. That's impossible. Anyway, no, no, it's it's definitely real. Uh, okay, so just to revisit Kim Fox's argument or her statements here a little bit, though, even if it was this mutual combat. Um, the extent to which that's legal or not is is kind of unclear. And again, this is something I've looked at today. So don't take me as a legal expert, but the just as a layman, even if it was mutual combat, as in two people consenting to fight each other, as I mentioned, were other people's lives or property not also endangered by how many? Yeah, 70 rounds that were fired in a residential area? I yeah. have a feeling a lot of people were a party to this combat who did not, in fact, actually consent to the combat so there's right. that and then um well other things for for kim fox too it, did you find it odd that she says that th there's insufficient evidence when obviously we have the video but on what grounds were the five people arrested in the first place i understand that evidence to secure a conviction is different from probable cause to make an arrest say but you saw them on video the police officers watched it happen you know who these guys are how is it possible that there's insufficient evidence for a crime committed here? That's that's kind of bad. Uh, it's definitely not. And back to the mutual combat thing. Um, can it really be mutual combat unless if people don't meet at a predetermined place and time with the consent of both parties, knowing exactly what's going to happen? Like, can a it duel? be spontaneous? I suppose it can't. It can't be spontaneous if it's actually mutual combat because the the, the person that reciprocates is obviously in a defensive position. Yeah, I suppose there's some there's some truth to that. It's fucking and, retarded. And this is so dumb. According to this um, breakdown on Illinois mutual combat laws from the very credible Chicago criminal lawyer blog that I found today. So, you know, it's completely blah, legit. Blah, blah, blah. But I just yeah. I had to find somebody who claims to know what he's talking about to explain this to me. In general, mutual combat is a way to reduce charges that are brought to you. So let's say that you are brought into a fight. Maybe you even kill a guy because of this fight. You might be able to say, OK, a fight was started with me and I just I reciprocated and I people were attacking me and I beat someone's ass and he died. You might get a, yeah. a murder charge reduced or some kind of assault charge or battery charge reduced. But you don't start with mutual combat. As a mutual defense. combat is not really a, a clearance of culpability. It's sort okay. of a way it's a mitigating factor as far as I understand. And um, that is that's a, an understanding that's also supported by. This legal analyst over at the local ABC station who, number one, says he expects charges will be filed, that this is kind of a political puffery between these two that won't Why actually would they bother, though. I don't they Maybe they're just political rivals. Maybe one of them wants to oust the other for some reason. But it made them both look like low IQ, incompetent morons. Yeah, that who do you think govern? runs Chicago? That is yeah, an asset. I know. But I just to, <laughs> to what end would, would they even do this? I just. Yeah. Well. This legal analyst says mutual combat doesn't eliminate criminal culpability. What it means is if someone is charged with first degree murder, they can give a mitigating defense, which says, look, it was mutual combat. We agreed to have a fight. So mutual combat from a legal standpoint in Illinois, as far as what Kim Fox is saying, that's not grounds for letting people go. That's like it's it's a reduction in in the charges, potentially. Um and I also got a kick out of Lori Lightfoot, as I mentioned, just being the law and order person, supposedly, in this argument. $20, uh, $20 million plus in damage just to Chicago and Cook County 
last year during the riots that Lori Lightfoot oversaw. We need yeah. to just set your camera on locked so it doesn't <laughs> autofocus. That was like really that. bad. But I it know wouldn't it be like our show one. without random camera snafus <laughs> on your end. <laughs> uh, I did. I, I wanted to highlight too. I mentioned it at the start of the show this uh, particular area. I got to be careful because it'll show the bodies on Twitter, and Susan won't like that. This particular camera in this particular area has not, it didn't just see this particular gunfight. It saw this, I'll link this in the description. There was this case last year where a pregnant, uh, a, a woman was holding a small child and was shot dead by people who drove by and, and killed her in much the same fashion. That's all on video. And then there's another. Was the baby another, okay? I think the kid survived, but the mom, did, I don't know if it was the mom. It's a woman carrying a child. Yikes. You could assume mom, but I don't know. Um, and uh, there's another video of a guy at the same spot just looks like he's just mag dumping point blank into the car next to him. The driver. Nice. This is uh, I guess I guess this is this is the uh, camera feed to watch in Chicago, at least if you're a policeman looking for something to do. And as I mentioned, um, if this legal analyst is to be believed, we will see some charges forthcoming on this. It's just maybe Kim Fox's office is working on that and they didn't like being called out by <laughs> Lori Lightfoot. Maybe they decided to participate in that fight, I guess. <gasps> the most I know about it. Anything else you have to say about that one? No, I mean, women in politics. What, what do people want? Well, uh, women, female adjacent is the best I could say for Lori Lightfoot. Nobody really knows what's going on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel for her, though. That's that's a tough position she's in looking like that. Is the is the image of her wearing makeup? From, that's it's legit. Real. Can, yeah, I should good. I should grab that. Uh, Lori Lightfoot. I mean, she wasn't good looking. She I mean she looks like a like a dead fish. Yeah, but it's so much better. It's so much better. Yeah. Is this the one? Let me see. Oh no, that one's a fake Photoshop. I don't know. Uh, There's one where is, she's like wearing a weave. Yeah, um, this is the one that's claimed. Let me put this one up. Uh, yeah. This is supposedly Lori Lightfoot in makeup and like with nice hair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I will have to. <laughs> what, what is she wearing? On, uh, I guess you can't see it. I can't see I, it. Here. Do you want it? Uh, I can set it to you. Okay. The, the, it looks like she's wearing a um, like one of those generic suits you take off the rack at like a men's warehouse or something that doesn't really fit on the right. <laughs> here. Did you send it in Zoom? Oh. Uh, no. There you go. Do you have it now? No. I will oh. in a second. Hope I hope. I don't have it. This is great I, listening. I put it through in a Skype chat. Grab it. Oh no, put, I don't have Skype open. <laughs> oh, do, you want, do you want it in the Zoom chat? Yeah, the Zoom chat. Too. Can you open Skype because the Zoom chat <laughs> is going to mess everything okay. up? Okay, fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I, haven't you seen that meme of her? That's like, uh, if this what happens is what happens to you when you get a certain job, you should you should definitely quit. <laughs> For sure, quit. I think the photo on the right is slightly distorted. Like her feet look big and it looks like, I don't know. I, I should probably. No, th have... Those are real. Those are both real. I mean, I, I think the one on the left is like appropriately photoshopped as most co corporate pictures are, but it's not, you know, totally made up. Hmm. Is she a lesbian? I think so. Yeah. Is that, that's what she claimed recently that a lot of her critics are just uh, racist, anti-gay bigots. Uh, maybe she just threw in the towel because it doesn't really matter if you look good, if you're a lesbian anyway. Yeah, I suppose. Does she have a wife? I don't know. Oof. I'm just saying that, you know, a weave really helps. <laughs> there you go. Like all, all right. black chicks wear a wig, but of all the black chicks, she needs to wear one. She, the most. 
It's highly useful in her case. I would agree. All right. You ready for hoax hate? Yep. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit. It's backwards. You think they'll notice? In New Haven, Connecticut, a noose made of shoestring was found in the Nathan Hale High School on Friday. This might have been the Friday. Yeah, this was the Friday prior. So uh, last Friday. Anyway, according to the superintendent's office, uh, Superintendent Eileen Tracy sent a message to the school community and said the incident is being investigated. This is a very serious breach of the values of our community. Such behavior cannot and will not be tolerated. We will work with staff and students to understand what happened and to keep it from occurring again. We will take action to make sure students are safe and all are respected. Upon further investigation, it was determined that the incident was not, in fact, racially motivated. Investigators instead discovered that the noose was created by a student who attempted self-harm. That student was taken to the hospital. Oh, thank God. (laughs) I thought it was racism. It was actually just a kid trying to kill himself because this school is so insufferable. Oh, Oh, man. Bullet dodged. Oh, my God. Just think of that. Like they had this insane reaction. Racism will never be tolerated. So they blew it out of proportion to say something it wasn't. Meanwhile, it's a not it's not a story. Yeah. If a kid tries to kill himself at the high school. Now, was he going to be successful with a shoestring? I don't know. You'd have to loop that a few times, I think. Oh, honey. No. But uh, that's a new one, man. I've I've heard of a lot of fake nooses until this until this follow up story says, well, it was kind of legit because someone tried to hang himself. Yeah, really. Yikes. Okay. Did you uh, catch the latest It Is Ma'am incident in Houston, Texas? Yeah, this this was good for the lols. It's kind of made me happy this week. Eden Torres is a a trans woman and the founder uh, and president of PridePortraits.org, some sort of uh, rainbow photography nonprofit that started after the Pulse nightclub shooting. Eden claims that employees at the Sonic in Houston referred to him as a sir, admitting in the process of this confrontation to the store manager that the name on the credit card that he used at the Sonic is a man's name, which presumably led to the confusion. Here's uh, what that confrontation sounded like. Your entire staff has been calling me sir. What about me looks like a sir right now? Look, I'm sorry, and I apologize for what happened. Okay, if they did that, or, oh, I mean, I, what do you, I mean, I'm sorry, what else can I tell you, I mean, ma'am? If they call you a sir, I don't know what they did that. Because they saw the name on my credit card, and they were being, they were not being nice people. Can you tell me what your location has done to be trans competent? Because clearly they are not. Your name on the credit card is a feminine name? No. Exactly. They're not discriminating you. Yes, no, they not. are. What are you? So I can call you, what are you? No. What are you? Just Why does it you? matter? No, no. What are you? Why does it matter? Uh, uh, what are you? What would you assume looking at me? I assume that you're a man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever. Yeah. I assume that you're a man. I, I just love the way that he... Uh, this guy i think this guy really navigated it uh it well Well, in terms of having to toe the corporate line 
to you know maintain the respectability of his employer while yeah. also kind of sticking it to this person. Yeah. I, I thought he did a really good really job good balancing job. interests there. So yeah, um, for real. Good for what him. What about and, me? Looks like a man. He's like, uh, your facial hair and <laughs> your dick. Like, what, do you, what are you going to say? Your Adam's I, I didn't, apple? I didn't, um, I didn't zoom in, but let's zoom in a little bit. There's clearly some stubble on that upper lip. You're right. That might be uh, a, a giveaway. But yeah, it's like, what are you supposed to say? Because uh, uh, he said that, too. He's like, what do you, what do you want me to what say? What do you want me to say? Why does it matter? I don't know, because it's the nature of this entire confrontation. That's why it matters. Yeah. You mm-hmm. saying that you should be able to dictate what other people say is the nature of this conversation. And when I ask you what you would like me to say, you say, why does it matter? Just yeah. goes to show you can't win. Mm-hmm. Uh The videos received thousands of views on Twitter and Eden complained to Sonic Corporate for not responding to these videos until Sonic Corporate did respond on Twitter and said uh, on Tuesday or Monday, Eden, we have a strict anti-discrimination policy and take this very seriously. We launched an immediate investigation into the incident and we have reached out to you via TikTok to gather more information needed to complete the investigation. Please feel free to DM us here. I didn't see any evidence of a finding or conclusion to this investigation. Did you find anything? Mm-mm. So we don't know if there's been resolution to this story, but I'm offended though. I appreciated that Eden posted some of the hate texts <laughs> or at least one that was sent to uh, him or her. Uh, this tweet all day. I've gotten messages like this so far. They've been threats or they want to tell me that I have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, every comment that is transphobic perfectly proves that transphobia is real. This world seems to hate strong and confident women, too. I I can't imagine that. You be a dick to someone and others are a dick to you in response. No pun intended. Nobody. There's not a single person alive that's afraid of trannies. Okay, that that's not what this is. We just don't think that you exist as you think you exist. Mm. Well, uh, this was the text. Go fuck off, you useless, mentally ill fuck. You're a delusional ass man. Nothing in the world is going to change that. (laughs) Keep telling yourself whatever you want. Fact is, you're a man. Yeah, truth is the truth. Hurts, don't it? (laughs) All right. If if uh, if you guys are aware of any um, investigation conclusion on this one, I'd like to know because if uh, if Sonic caves on this one, I mean, the guy was as respectful as he could be. And said, what do you want me to say? And she said, doesn't matter. Whatever. Like, if this guy gets punished, that is a that is a massive injustice. He should just go out and be like, this this is because I am Mexican that I am being punished. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anti-Hispanic hate crime. Yeah, totally. Did you see this uh, this story on the Halloween coronavirus headstones? You're right. Um, I did do this. This. Excuse me. I was going to say. I I think this is legit vandalism. I I just lumped this in because it's it's hoax hate adjacent. I'm not <laughs> saying this is a hoax, but uh, it fits into this segment of the show, so we'll go with it. And as I I wrote in the notes, I I think Blonde may have personally done this one herself. Yeah. In the sh- or maybe inspired it with some of her prior rhetoric, but in the Chicago, I did all of these. I dress as a tiny Mexican man for that Sonic one too. Ah, (laughs) in the Chicago suburbs, Juanita and Ted Sig made uh, a custom tombstone Halloween yard display. And each tombstone had text meant to mock so-called anti-vaxxers or promote the vaccine. Uh, The headstones read, I'd rather die than comply. 
I did my own research. Ivermectin believer. Yes, honey, I am wearing my mask. Proudly anti-vax and COVID, no problem. And shortly after they installed these tombstones, tombstones, someone vandalized them, crossing out the sayings with spray paint. Who would do such a thing? Ted and Juanita Sig's homemade Halloween display of headstones has created quite the controversy on their Park Ridge corner lot. Most people have stopped and talked like it. I had one this morning that didn't like it at all. The six wooden tombstones represent the death of anti-COVID and vaccine beliefs, such as, I'd rather die than comply. I did my own research. Ivermectin believer. I don't know that we were really trying to make a statement. It just... It sounded funny to us, so we did it. But not all found it funny. The display was up for less than six hours before all the tombstones were vandalized with blue spray paint. <laughs> X's on all. We all have the right to express our opinion. Low that effort. Mean we have the right to destroy somebody else's opinion. And while the intent of the display was more fun than serious, the couple does hope it encourages people to get vaccinated. We thought if there was vandalism again, we thought about putting up free speech on one and setting it in there. The six hope a new set of surveillance cameras Clever. pointed right at the headstones will scare off any future vandals. Owned. Free speech. Got him. You got him. Ugh. I feel like if people are going to go to the trouble of vandalizing, why wouldn't just steal them? And then they have to go through the effort of, of doing it all again. They're old. They're tired. They don't want to do it again. Do it. <laughs> Although that one sign on 3rd Street did get stolen. Not by me. You're um, talking Coeur d'Alene. In Coeur d'Alene. And yeah. they put up another one that says, a giant sign that says, healthcare workers are angels in disguise. I'm like, this is even worse. This offends me more somehow. <laughs> Well, they, they've become emboldened in the size of the display, but they've sort of uh, tempered the message because before it said what? Uh, all those who die are unvaxxed or something like that. Yeah. Do do the research or something like that. Yeah. Really? Because well, I think that this this healthcare workers as angels thing may piss me off more. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. They're all devils. Every well, single no, one. Come of them. on. If, <laughs> no, if, haven't we it. all learned here not to trust the, the, the medical system? I mean, this is a disaster. To some degree, we still have to trust doctors. Like, I, I get that. If I break my leg, I'm not going to be like, all right, uh, I'll take care of this at home. But um, they're, they're, they're clearly fucking with us. Uh, some are. Some aren't. And I, I hope that I can differentiate between them. But yeah, the ones who think that they have the right to impose their will upon you because of their view of what's good or their so-called uh, self-claimed scientific expertise. Those are people who don't respect rights and view themselves as uh, ironically ordained to violate them. That's true. And, and we are going to, we are heading right into a situation where we're going to be um, where, where medical uh, advances and medical treatment is going to be withheld based upon our vaccine vaccination status. We're already there. There was one yeah. story I had to cut from uh, just cut for time tonight about uh, uh, speaking of at least we were talking about prior. Um, uh, what's the term? Uh, transplants being mm -hmm. rejected because of uh, vaccination status. People yeah. who need organ transplants being taken off the list because they're unvaccinated. Yep. It's happening at a, at a few different hospitals. Anyway, back to these people in Chicago. I, <laughs> they just love their freedom of speech, just not uh, freedom of anything else. So you shouldn't be metaphorically muzzled with censorship, but of course you should literally be muzzled <laughs> with right. the mask, potentially the mask. by force or at least coercive and the efforts. Jab, yeah. And did they think there was that one sign that said, um, I did my own research, the implication that you died because you did your own research. Do they think that's an own? 
Yeah. Like, yes, I would rather die than surrender my ability to think for myself. That would be slavery. Otherwise, I don't accept slavery. I have. I will not comply on my car. It's, it's my bumper sticker. I, in many ways, I'd rather die than not comply here. Because it's, it's, it's like so I can't absurd. get through to these people whenever they say, like, oh, what do you mean? Freedom to die? Yes. I mean, freedom to die. And do yes. these people trust themselves so little that they don't trust their ability to do their own research about anything? Yeah. Like you guys appeal to authority about about everything in your life. Yeah, it's like you do really understand impressive. we accept the consequences of our own decisions up to and including death, right? You understand yeah. that premise. Right. They can't wrap their minds around it. Oh, yeah. You're not going to let someone else control you under the premise of them saving your life, even though they really have no ability to do that. And they don't Nobody care about saves your life better than you save your life, you buffoons. Exactly. I know. Save I yourself know. first, you moron. Ugh. Ugh. It's disheartening to hear this from really old people, too, because presumably they've done something right if they were able to get to that age. They've saved their <laughs> own lives in one way or another. But they I don't know. Some shit. people really skate along. They do. Yeah. These people were old. Hell old. It, it's not even the thing that bugged me about it, too. It's not just I, I disagree with their messaging, of course, but I it's their property. As we've talked about before, I do not endorse vandalizing other people's property because you disagree with the message. But the fact that they don't have the balls to stand up for it and they say, well, I don't I don't know if we were really trying to make a statement. What the hell are you talking? What else was yeah. it but a massive public statement? You should be saying, yeah, I wanted to put my opinions, my opinions out there and I'm, I have a right to do that. I'm going to do it. OK, I agree with you on that front, but don't deny it. Like, oh, we, we weren't really trying to inflame anybody. What's this about? Why are people bothering us? Yes, you were. You were trying to inflame people. And, and oh, it was just a joke. We, were, we just thought it was kind of funny. Whoa. What's the joke? Because the whole premise is you guys are so afraid of death that you surrender yeah. every right to escape it. Yet you're also laughing at the deaths of your neighbors who don't surrender their rights in the way that you demand. What's the joke? Is death but funny they're, they're or not funny? They're self-aware because they did the thing about free speech. Yeah. So they know what's up. I guess. <sighs> anyway, okay, that's all I have to say. This that one just like it it, it pissed me off. I should have just I should have just laughed at it in the way that they wanted, but those those old people actually pissed me off. How far away are they? They're in outside of Chicago, suburban oh, Chicago. Mm, yeah. Not a big deal. All right, you ready to talk uh movie review? <sighs> I guess. All right. In a world of movie references flying over his head, one man We'll finally watch them. This is the Matt and Blonde Show movie review. This week's movie is the 2014 Keanu Reeves action thriller John Wick, a movie about a retired hitman whose dog gets killed so he embarks on a murder quest killing everyone in his way to achieve his vengeance. From our movie nominator, Mad Murdock. If you watch this one, you'll definitely want to watch the other two. Keanu Reeves is a good person in real life, and I think that translates into his movies, which makes his characters more likable, such as this film where he's an assassin, but you root for him throughout the film. Your thoughts first. Okay. I, everybody's going to hate me so much for this. Hmm. Um, this is a perfectly fine action film. It's fine. I get it. I love dogs and Keanu Reeves as much as the next dude. Um, but let's be honest. If we were not a nation of dog parents, would everybody like this movie as much as they do? Would they? I also hate beagles. Gross. Mm. Fucking beagles. They're so annoying. I don't think they're cute. I don't know. I don't know what to say here. So it's a tidy film. It has cohesive action sequences. I know that Keanu Reeves did his own studs. I know that he's like a based guy or whatever. 
I, I like Keanu Reeves. I just, um, and it's a revenge thriller that the average person can get behind, like the, the you know vengeance for your woman, and then the dog thing, and then the love of your car, blah blah. But despite this right to the heart narrative, um, I have to say that this was a satisfying yet completely unremarkable film. Unremarkable is is where I'm going with this. So if I could give it, I'd give it two and a half wikis if I could. Mm. I don't know what you're going to say, but I think that you probably like this. Well, this is interesting because sometimes I feel like we are so far apart. And I Mm. I thought maybe this might be that kind of movie, but we're actually on very similar wavelengths. And I'll remind you guys in the audience, we are doing our best not to say anything about the movies to each other until we're live. We've never talked about it, yeah. Uh, So I'm surprised that we have very similar thoughts um, because... (laughs) I, I, so Did you I'll, hate I'll, the power chick thing? That's too? one thing I'll get to. Yes. Um, as far as what I can, um, I, I described this movie as murder ballet. You know, like if you want to watch murder <laughs> ballet, great. You know, if you want to just watch people's heads get blown off for an hour and a half, it's pretty awesome in that regard. I, I won't pretend it's not for me. This, this, this movie is basically a video game equivalent. And I say that as somebody okay. who likes video yeah. games, but I felt like I just kind of wanted to play a video game instead rather than so, watch yeah. a video game, which is how I felt watching it. As far as the things I appreciated, um, I appreciated the, the video game style component. The whole thing's basically a Call of Duty match. So it was kind of a cool gun show. You know, I, I, I was looking at the all the different guns that are in the movie. There's 20 plus of them. They have cool gun safes. They have cool collectibles. All right. That was fun. It was fun to watch the show and tell. As you mentioned, I respect the stunt work and the training. Um as the series has gone on, Keanu Reeves has become very serious about becoming firearms proficient and yeah. doing his own yeah. stunts. And I respect all of that. Not only just the ability to do it himself, but his, uh, his willingness to work with uh, uh, Terran tactical outside of LA, the just evil right wing pro two a politics. And I know Terran tactical has had its own controversy, but in general, there aren't a lot of Hollywood stars who are willing to go out there and, and um and openly work with sort of pro gun type people so i'll appreciate that even if it's imperfect and i was looking through the terran tactical collection of custom john wick guns which are pretty cool if you want to buy them although you'll need to be uh you'll need to be pretty close to like keanu reeves earnings to afford one but they're they're cool nonetheless and if like i said i just i thought it was a visually appealing no thinking action movie if you're into that i get why people would like that what i didn't enjoy um, to me, it was the Dr. Seuss of shooting people. So Keanu or John Wick will shoot them in his home. He will shoot them in the dome. He will shoot them at the club. He will shoot them in the tub. That's what he will shoot them here and there. He'll shoot them everywhere. That's that's how I felt watching this movie, except the twist in the end is in the last fight. They agree we're not going to have guns in this fight. Oh, my God. I never yeah. saw it coming. Don't get me wrong. Like the the ability to perform the combat sequences is difficult and I can respect that. But when that's the the bulk of the movie, the impressiveness does wear from overuse. And I, I've realized I knew this going into it, but I realized watching this choreographed combat just isn't really for me. I get tired of quick. Everyone attack John Wick one at a time in sequence. It's like, why don't you just send 10 dudes? You all hold him down and someone shoots John in the face and we all go home. I know that's yeah, not a great I movie, know. but I just People, like, let me, let, let you just finish. And then, well, it's just that that thing, like, Oh man, here comes a horde of men to attack him one at a time. I just, yeah, I, I can't watch that for 90 minutes. I understand. Yeah. What were you going to say? 
Well, I mean, we need to, when I was writing my review and thinking about this, I'm like, people are going to be so mad. And I have to think about why people love this movie. And it is, um, I know it's ultra violent, but there's a, a wholesomeness to this movie. Hmm. It's, uh, and people love, love Keanu Reeves for the reason that reasons that you listed, especially on the right. And I don't know if you know this, but he had a really tragic life. I don't know much about his personal story, but I can respect Um, him as an actor and a performer. Sure. Doesn't mean yeah. I loved the movie, but I can respect him. He's a terrible, I mean, a terrible actor. The scene, but, okay, I don't even have to go over that because everybody knows that, but the scene that cracked me up when he's ca- held captive by Vigo, the Russian mob boss guy, and the, the line, uh, what is it? I had it in my review. Um, a lot of people, okay, uh, uh, people keep asking if I'm back and I haven't really had an answer. But yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> and he just yells it, but yeah, yeah. it's like comically overacted. And it's supposed yeah. to be like the dramatic uh, crescendo of the film. And I was cracking up. I wasn't supposed to be laughing. But that was classic awesomely Keanu. bad. Yeah, I guess. He's, he's always been a bad actor. I guess. I, I, I get it. I, I can understand why people kind of find it endearing. And as you mentioned, the fact that he fights hordes of men and then it's this one chick in high heels who is almost his combat limit can we just can we just stop doing that had to do it i just i don't want to watch chicks fighting dudes in hand-to-hand combat anymore yeah Yeah. but uh, i I hear you so actually for me um it was right in line with the rating that you gave it i gave it a two um the movie's not necessarily for me, but I recognize that I'm in the minority given the critical acclaim for not just this movie, but the series. And so if it were to, if the subsequent movies were to come up, uh, I would certainly give them a chance, but it is a two from me. All right. It's definitely a no for me, dog. Let's check what the early vote from the audience shows. And uh, we're going to get totally people generally down. like it. People gave it yeah. a f- the predominant vote so far is uh, four wikis in the early vote. So uh, people like it. Not a lot of uh, hate, not a lot of votes down in the two. There's only uh, about 10 percent of people voting in the two or the one range so far. So we're okay. we're clearly in the minority, but uh, that's all right. Um, next week we have dogma. Yeah. I have not seen this movie. Have you? No. And I had seen John Wick before, but I watched again. Actually, and and, uh, my wife uh, enjoyed it. She couldn't even explain why she enjoyed it so much, but she enjoyed it so much that she watched two and three while I was trying to get work done. And I'm just like, (laughs) I'm just thinking like, turn off the damn gunshot sounds. I got work to do. She was watching Keanu Reeves shoot people in the face. All weekend, so that sounds it, awesome. It wasn't universally. Um, I, I hated. did hear, you know, I know I love Nicolas Cage, which everybody's gonna rail on me for, but I, I love Nicolas Cage. He's been in some excellent films, and so this this movie that came out pretty recently called Pig, I heard that it was like John Wick, but about a pig, and so I watched it with that in mind, and it turned out to be such a fantastic film, like hmm. excellent film. And so now I'm all, all I'm all disappointed. I'm like. It's not what it was at all. Is that what excellent Nicholas Cage was? film? You say, all right, it's so good. Nicholas Cage has been in a <laughs> lot of great movies. He was an adaptation, um, yeah. bad Lieutenant. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he does terrible films, but he also does excellent films. The movie Joe was really good too. All right. I'll take your word for it. Uh, great story. As, as far as the movies after that, the nominees are, the Goonies, Alita, Battle Angel, Star Trek, Ready Player One, Mallrats, or remember, the audience can now veto 
the list. You can vote uh, wildcard and we will instead randomly select an IMDb top rated movie. Wildcard nearly won this last oh, really? week. Um, it was uh, the the week, it, it, the I think it was the Goonies and, um, or no, Dogma, the Goonies and the wildcard were all neck and neck and uh, Dogma narrowly won out. Mandy live chat. Good call. Mandy was uh, also great. Nicholas Cage is awesome. Raising Arizona. Come on. No. No. What's the one where he has to uh, recover the Declaration of Independence or whatever? Terrible. National Treasure. Nobody should watch that, that ever. That one. Well, as a reminder, the one and only place you can read my movie reviews, comment on how wrong I am, submit your own rating, vote for the next movie, and sign up for the chance to be the movie nominator for the month. That's in my weekly movie review column linked in the description and over on the homepage of the website, com. And that'll do it. Uh, we can catch up with chat and call it a night. Cool. Oh, I just checked this again and uh, somebody in the GoFundMe wrote, gave a donation, a nice donation and said, I'm not going to be niggardly. (laughs) (laughs) How am I going to explain uh, that? Thank you for uh, (laughs) the indirect (laughs) reference uh, to the show and we appreciate your generosity. I am not going to be niggardly. Um, All right. Uh, Robert Norman says, just got over COVID pneumonia, but my mom is in the hospital with it. She's not doing well. Please send prayers for her. Mm. We are both against the vaccine. COVID sucks, but can be overcome. Uh, yes, I, I, you're in our prayers. This, this is terrible. All the, all the best to you both. And uh, yeah, we're, we're hoping for the best outcome. Thank you. A dime short. Uh, hey, Matt, what are your thoughts on the bird, which is the bald eagle? What about it? Just is it cool? I don't know. I've They're got pretty majestic. The we, uh, you, I'm sure you have a lot of bald eagles in your neck of the woods. I see a lot so around here. Many, yeah. and they are predatory species. Remember when everybody thought that they were endangered? They were endangered. Mm-hmm. Now they're fucking everywhere. <laughs> everywhere i see them flying around here all the time but it's yeah. always cool every time i see one it is it is cool i can't deny that every time i see one i have a little like patriotic surge you know i just a little <laughs> national pride just flows through my veins <laughs> they're just cool i can see why they were selected and better yeah. than the turkey turkey would have been a bad pick yeah that's true probably more delicious though yeah um yes the eunuch me don the plebe and bill all minus one had a white positive patriot meetup here in rural appalachia this weekend we'll do this again next year it's in smoky mountains of east tennessee if you want in for 2022 cool well i'm glad to hear that uh i've i've had the pleasure of interacting with all of you so i'm glad to hear that there are friendships uh for me i guess i i mean you guys were friendly on the internet but i'm glad to see people Finding friendship in real life, too. IRL. Boogeyman says, cheers. Thank you. F says, though I've been told there's a patron saint of avoiding Matt's love. On that fateful night, I remembered his name far too late. (laughs) And why is that the funniest one? (laughs) A tremendous problem with AIDS. That's what that is. Ryan says, blonde, what is your opinion on the bird, which is the bald eagle? Is this a thing? (laughs) I don't know. What am I missing? It's got to be. It's a reference to something I don't understand. I don't understand it either. I don't get it. You guys are making. We already covered us, but, it though. But I already covered it. Yeah. Uh, I think that they are majestic, but also um, predatory. They're the coyote of the sky. We should mm. start shooting them again. He is the eunuch. <laughs> the last part of my super chat messed up uh, before it was sent. It was supposed to end with contact me. If you want in for 2022 is the eunuch at proton mail. Sorry. Ah. Yes. Well, thank you. And uh, as, as with any error, super chat, if you didn't intend to send two or it was an accident or you know a mistake i can uh, i can cover that for you as well so just get in touch yep. if uh, if you would like that refunded although susan takes what susan takes you know 
I can't claw back from Susan. That old bitch. Uh, 15 minus 6 equals 15. Boston bombing, Pulse nightclub, Sandy Hook, all obvious provable false flags can never be litigated openly in court or else the whole fake reality we live in crumbles. So kangaroo court it is. Mm. I'm getting so conspiratorial that like I'm I'm willing to go there. Okay. The only tinfoil is believing what you're presented on the news and by government officials every right. day. That's the only People real People get so tinfoil. offended by the Sandy Hook thing that... It makes me want to investigate it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't, I haven't done speaking of things you shouldn't do. According to the Chicago old lady, I have not done my own research on that one. So neither have I, hmm. uh, the only thing I can say about Sandy hook, that's unrelated to that, but um, something that uh, of all the pain that happened at Sandy hook and all for all as outspoken as, as a lot of those parents have been, the commentary that stuck with me the most was Adam Lanza's dad, Peter Lanza, did right? some interviews, and just him talking never about never been born. Yeah, like f- for a father to wish that his son had never been born is such a that really such stuck a heavy with you. thing to consider. Yeah, and um, it stuck with me. This is like four or five years ago when yeah, he did that interview, yeah. but it sticks with me now too, especially now that I have a son. If he were mm-hmm. to grow up to do something horrific like that, to say that I regret everything that I. I regret the creation and cultivation of his life. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, that's dark. That's some heavy stuff, man. It yeah. is. It is. Um, evil zombie toe Garland's son-in-law runs an organization that provides CRT materials to schools. His family financially benefits from the current political climate. So the FBI is going to secure his bag. I, what? I wouldn't doubt that there's some business dealings behind this. That, that, that would make sense. I could believe that. Ugh, Jonathan Prezios testing super chats. Let's go, Brandon. What is that boomer nonsense? No, no we're we're riding. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, all the way. Let's go, Brandon. All the way until it's death. It's I already have, Let's go, Brandon. I, anytime someone says "Let's go, Brandon," I'm saving that sounder. Oh, I can't hear it out of the sounders up. So, <laughs> oh. all right. Knuckle buck. If Scheller wants accountability of leadership, but won't take help from the man who would have held his leadership accountable. What exactly are the principles for which he's standing? Oh, that's a good argument. Okay. I can see it. Okay. I think yeah. Uh, yeah, at, the, at the end of the day, though, I don't think I have to agree with everything Scheller says to wonder what sort of discipline or legal system is, is in place in the military. And I think that's the principle that's at stake here. Is, is it a place that actually yeah. has equally applied justice or is it like the rest of Right. You know, the, the is it like the 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 rest of the ways that our country is going south and certain crimes are treated more leniently or even let go based on the perspectives of the people who commit them. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have, he didn't do a good job reading the room, which makes me think he might be a little erratic. Maybe. M- maybe. I have no idea. I don't know that but it's even relevant. I, he who knows? I just want I understand why the military has the rules that it has. I just want some semblance of parody in the treatment of him and that cute little lesbian lady who said she was going to shoot me for not going inside my house. I'm going to come to your house and kill you. Yeah. If they're treated somewhat similarly. All right. I have less of an issue with this. Iceman Heat Boy says, shout out to my beautiful lady who quit her job as a CO because of the vaccine mandate. CO commanding officer. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I now she's doing what she loves as a personal trainer. Check her out at mm. Malfit Life 
on YouTube. Malfit Life. Love you well, guys. We cool. love you too. Yeah, all I, the all the best in that. CEO, coordinating officer. Ah, uh, I, I, I have no idea. I just made that up. Did it sound official? Yeah, I don't know. But but gyms, uh, one, that's a great way to take care of yourself. And I hope that you can make money doing it too. But two, yeah. gyms have been at the forefront of this fight the entire time. You look at Attila's really gym, obviously. Have. But there have been a bunch of other gyms that have been a part of this coronavirus fight from the start, partly because they've been targeted, I think, unfairly as transmission yeah. sites without proper demonstration. But yeah, I mean, it, as far as trying to take a risk and starting your own business, you know, worst case scenario, at least you're taking care of yourself in the process, even if the business component doesn't work out the way you hope. But of Corrections course, corrections officer, duh. There you go. Thank you, live chat. Wow. We're All so the best dumb. to the new business is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I feel incredibly stupid for not. It's that time of night. It's past two hours. We have. We an would not have gotten that at six thirty. <laughs> Probably wouldn't. Yeah. Elspelian, there should be a conversation about the amount of money and resources which could be focused on the education and training medical personnel to offset the strain on the medical system. That's definitely true. And we have to think about all the people that are going to opt out, all the uh, healthcare workers that are going to opt out of the medical system. They're, they're going to create their own networks of um, yeah. hospitals. That's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Um, 15 minus 6 equals 15. Uttar Pradesh, uh, with 240 million people and no running water, is COVID-free using ivermectin and doxycycline. Meanwhile, U.S. doctors are killing patients with organ-destroying poison remdesivir. Come on, man. I, I, should, I, I shouldn't have said any of that. Should I have? I don't know. We might get in trouble. Come on, man. Fuck. I totally forgot. Well, we'll see what we, happens. We've slipped past Susan in a number of ways recently. I suppose I could take that as encouragement or uh, maybe worry that we're due. But we'll see. Corn pop operator. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Chubby hairy says. legs. Yeah. <laughs> no Trovo streaming missed last few because I don't typically use, yeah. use YouTube. Here's some support. Yeah. That's a whole story That's rather whole than thing. reiterate for everybody who's seen it. Um, long story short, we as part of a bulk of similar uh, creators or shows uh, all got banned on Trovo and they stole all your money. So <laughs> go back. The la- go back. I think two episodes toward the start of the show. I've we, There's a more detailed explanation for exactly what happened. And um, if you are one of the people who gave money to, on, to us on Trovo in the last month, um, send me an email and maybe I can help you out because some people have got their money back. They stole it from you. Understand yeah. they took it. Choke point says y'all need to have Ramsey Paul on. You have a crossover audience with him and he's stated he'd be willing to come on your show. I've had Ramsey Paul on my channel like recently. Um, I'd love that. Would you be into that? I love Ramsey Paul. He's great. I don't know him that well, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm open to taking a look. Oh, I, he's, he's the OG. Uh, Ramsey Paul's great. Uh, knuckle hunky buck. Um, how do they fall short of 100% vaccination when, when all they're doing to get those numbers is fire their own vaxxed employees? <laughs> That's a fair question. Like a who's, failure. who's yeah. that last guy hiding out? Where is he? What is he doing? Yeah. We need to be like him. 99% is a failure if all you have to do is say, Ted, you're fired. Boom. 100%. (laughs) I assume it's probably people with very rare medical conditions that they really can't uh, vaccinate them or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or their jobs are just too specialized. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're unfireable. Unfireable. Kevin Broussard. Matt and I once tried to make love, but he kept going on about this dude named Brandon. He actually showed up and wanted to fight. So I was all like, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I like that interpretation, too. 
Gizmo 79. Doesn't matter because all the vaccines at one point used aborted fetal cell lines during the process. Christians should and will have refused the shot. That's true. Um, not all vaccines, but uh, a lot of them. Uh, measles, mumps, and rubella. Uh, some of the flus, I believe. Um, Chickenpox. That was part of what the Veritas whistle and the Veritas whistleblower video, was saying. Yeah. Uh, actual whistleblower, this. by the way. I'm glad that we agreed. Uh, well, I don't know. We didn't even talk about it, but I could not give less of a shit about this Facebook whistleblower. Oh, my God. It's already kind of out of the news, but good God. No, she's like, oh, little girls are going to be or like te- American teenagers are going to be anorexic. Oh, good. <laughs> well, More you know, anorexic. if we have to err on one side. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, um, I, speaking of Susan banning, though, how is Veritas not banned on YouTube yet? It's incredible. I'm baffled incredible. by that. I don't know. They mu- they must be really good at towing the line. I guess they get crazy views. K Drake, I have. I just resigned from my job as an RN, a registered nurse. Yeah, we See, do know that one. I uh, didn't have to. I got the vaccine because I have seen the benefits, but I can't support a healthcare system that is decided to accept consent being given under duress. Mm. Good for you. Good for you. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good job. If we could all agree on that principle of uh, everybody making their own decisions and consent being paramount. Yeah, we'd have a lot happier, more cordial society, wouldn't we? Kirby D. Blonde, you use the word faggot a lot. We love you. Can't you admit you like us queer folk? Yeah. Come on. Come on. If you're if you're truly not a faggot, then you won't be offended by me indiscriminately saying <laughs> faggot. And it's if ca- you are offended, then you should stop being such a faggot. It's like What's that Louis C.K. bit, that classic bit. You remember his... Oh, Louis C.K. has that whole bit about like, uh, it's it's how exactly did he phrase it? It's like, um, I I don't hate gay people. I just hate I just hate faggots. I just like to stop being a fa- has the, the the punchline that he gets with it, that he ends with is something like, uh, oh god, I'm gonna butcher it. People know the bit I'm talking about. It's like, hey, shut up, I faggot, didn't mean and suck that I didn't dick mean or something to... like that. To rip off Louis C.K. Yeah, there's but a whole bit. I remember one time my um my brother called me a bitch and I was like, Mom, my brother called me a bitch. And she goes, were you being a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always think of. Pee pee poo poo man. Yeah. <sighs> Apologies and, to Louis C.K. Look up the bit. I, I yeah, didn't give it Louis its proper C. credit. But blonde anti crypt keeper says in Trump we trust. Crypt keeper. I don't know. I, I'm too too dumb for your super chat. Daniel Donato. Um, have you heard the new Tom McDonald song, America? America. It's pretty damn good. Highly recommend. Is he the rapper I guy? I forget who he is. Tom McDonald is a rapper? Yeah, there's like some uh, white rapper guy who's uh, keen on these issues. I think that's I him. Know. I'll look him up. Incompetent hands. Last week or last Halloween, uh, idea, Dr. Liana Wen and Dr. Fauci. How are we going to do that? Did you know that Wen has vast knowledge and strong opinions on circumcision? And Fauci does an excellent Schwartz jogger impression. Happy Sunday. <laughs> uh, that, that's a possibility. We have not made a firm decision on um, Halloween yeah. costumes yet. And we are kind of getting close if we want to get our costumes in time. So we'll probably have to decide this week. We've got to and decide. I, Tom McDonald is this rapper guy. He's kind of like based Eminem or something, he but white? he's got a lot of tattoos. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Thing. 
Zymemaru. Matt, I got recommended one of your old vids, um, MW3 vids. <laughs> it was interesting seeing a window back to 2011 when you were not talking politics. Any chance of a subscriber lobby for old time's sake? Uh, probably not, man. Those days are over. I would like to relax with some video games, um, but I do. I, I hardly play at all. It's just I got to, you know with uh, the professional obligations and and with the kid and stuff. It's a good thing I don't have time to play video games. Uh, it, you know, I shouldn't complain about that. That means I have responsibilities that are more worthwhile. But yeah, I, I wouldn't count on uh, on firing up the old uh, Call of Duty anytime soon, unfortunately. Those days are gone. Yeah. Leaf Sandiger says, more people died in 21 of the vid than in 20, not to mention the cancer deaths, um, et cetera. We're never going to know how many people actually died of coronavirus. We're never going to well, know. Well, even by their numbers, more have died now under Joe Biden's watch, I believe, than under Donald Trump's. And this was the man who said he had the secret key to shut it down. Hmm. Eric Burns Marsh wishing Matt and all the scandals a belated happy Leaf Erickson day. On a side note, I will be in early retirement soon because I refuse oh, wait, to join wait, wait. the cult. No, never mind. I think I confused who that is. Carry on. Because I refuse yeah. to join the cult of Branch Covidians. That's one of my favorites. Branch Covidians. Yeah, yeah. I, sorry. I totally, I didn't mean to laugh at your well-wishing. I'm not even going to explain to you what I thought you were saying because it's stupid. And it'll make but rest me look assured dumb. it was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chris Chang, there's something odd about these school shooters of color recently uh, and hardly being reported. This Texas shooter only uh, is because of his release. Only hmm. his because of his release. That's See, why Winston-Salem, North Carolina, High Point, North Carolina, and Newton News, Virginia. That is weird. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to look into them. Zero Deprezev says, guys, what in the ever-loving fuck is this shit? I don't, I don't know. know to what you're referring. It could, it could be anything. I don't know. It could be anything. It could be this show in general, for all I know. It is. Um, Thank Semper you. ad Meliora. I know that Simpkins kid shot people and all, but really, he should be put in jail for not wearing his mask correctly. I agree. <laughs> I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Fair's fair. Um, Tom, twelve twelve. Nice duds do, in fact, mean nice clothes. And note, misdirection is their method. I'll bet he was teased for being a poser. His family has money and he's trying hard to look like a street thug. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's, that's why angle. he's getting his ass kicked by 15 year olds. And he's like, I better bring a gun to school so that I can get some street cred. Who's the authentic gangster now? Yeah, not him <laughs> because he is a terrible shot, apparently. Well, a good enough shot to put a kid in a coma while he goes home to his uh, welcome home party. That's true. Doesn't matter. A Texas shooter will have to demonstrate that his life was an imminent danger, which he, which it was not. Um, he got his skinny ass whooped and got mad. That is not an imminent threat to his life, limb, or sight. Yeah, it doesn't matter, though. The I don't know. The kid was kicking totally his ass pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a close fight. But, yeah. I, if um If you had to stop someone from attacking you, I get it. You know, like it's um, it's like Trayvon Martin beating on George Zimmerman with his fists. Yeah. It was still a justified shoot. But the moment that you leave the fight and it's kind of over and then you come back with a gun. With a gun. Yeah. That's it's a difficult no case to make if that's what happened. Doing stuff and things. Take. <laughs> I like that one. Take a closer look at the Simpkins fight video. I believe he is the aggressor. Look at the skin tone, clothing and especially hair. He's the one beating the 15 year old, not the other way around. No, I saw it reported knows, that it was, he's the one getting his ass kicked. 
it's hard to, t- I mean, that's hard. To t- I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm right in that, but I, if I'm, if I'm wrong, yeah, correct me. But based on what I had read and seen, Simpkins was getting his ass kicked in the video. Mm. But uh, if there's definitive information, otherwise I'm open to it. Pep, uh, since the DOJ has declared war on school age parents, which group is next? We have to become ungovernable, governable. Refuse to comply with any more BS from the government. They work for us. Yeah, but the compliance needed to stop on day one. So now we're totally fucked. Well, maybe it's a lesson learned finally after this damn year and a half. Yeah. Thank you, Pep. Zero depressive. I'm still incredulous how tame you Americans are when faced with all of these buffooneries at the highest level. It really tells me the redneck stereotype is highly obsolete. Oh, it is. Uh, I don't know. Not, not out here. Uh, well, I, I mean the resistance spirit, I suppose. I the 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 redneck spirit is alive in that there are people who just don't I think those people generally don't pay attention to a lot of the broader noise of the country, politics, news, whatever Joe Biden says. But I mean people who are really willing and maybe those people are willing to take up the fight. They just don't pay as much attention to it. I don't know. But but if I can't sit here and honestly argue that our country is as firm in its defense of its rights as I thought it was going into this. For sure. Way below my expectations. Yep. Uh, Laurel looked at the footage of the school pew pew guy having a rock'em sock'em with a 15 year old prior to going to full John Wick. We agree that it's the pew pew guy kicking the butt of the other kid in the video. Huh. But I, well, um, unless the reporting I saw was incorrect, but you know, Laura also said, so the boyfriend just borrowed my computer to send super chat under my name. Just FYI, I use pop proper capitalization and normal words and stuff. If that's accurate, (laughs) if he's the one doing the beating, it's going to be even harder for him to make a self-defense claim. That's for sure. Doesn't matter. Why does Kim Fox's face look like she got hit in the bat in the wait hit with a bag of red hot nickels? (laughs) I don't know that it's that bad. Of, of the seen... two, Lori Lightfoot is clearly the more the the, the, the uglier one. <laughs> She's the we more severely beaten one. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Look at those butthole eyes. Yeah. Issue. Let's go, Brandon. Um, oh, I don't like this you. already. Uh, it's on command. Rules are rules. Let's go, Brandon. Um, Redicus. Someone get the Mad TV lady to say he looked like a man and then homie the clown to tell him that nobody going to play that. I don't know what any of that means. Miss, isn't that Miss Swan who says that on Mad TV? Remember Miss Swan? That was um, who's the voice of Lois on Family Guy? It was that chick who played that weird Asian lady on Mad TV. This is going back to like 90s sketch comedy. I can't remember all the specifics. I would say I'm too young for that, but I'm really not. No, no. Mad TV was like Mad TV was in its prime, like late 90s, early 2000s, I think. Mm, Yeah, I Hmm. miss that. Um, Knuckle hunky buck. I'd bet money that the people that vandalized them thought that the anti-vax on the headstone was the belief held by the couple that put them up, not a statement about the dead people they represent. (laughs) I doubt that. Hmm. I, I still have faith in people, Jake. I, I really don't. Um, Esoterica Unbound. Keanu Reeves is the Nuri Rib dev of death porn ballet. It's hard to dispute his artistry, but reduction of humans to nothing more than a matter to be splattered speaks to unprecedented degeneracy of our culture. I don't know about that. Just everybody have fun. Have a little fun. I can I can see why people enjoy it. Yeah, I just I don't think it's for me necessarily. Zero depressive. Repent, blonde. Repent for your words against the beagle race. I will not. They're so annoying with their barking, and I have a dog that barks, and it's annoying. And I don't think they're cute. I mm. don't. I, I'll euthanize beagles all day. I don't give a <laughs> shit. 
They're cuter I, than Caesar. What are you talking about? Yeah, fuck Caesar. I, what do you want here? <laughs> I'm telling you, when you have a kid, you stop caring about your dog, which I told my friend the other day. I was like, we should all euthanize our dogs. I, I was. I still good. love my dog. Whatever. The dogs suck. And then she was like, we could, we should, and we should call it Bonestown. <laughs> wow. Uh, there's chalk one up for the female comedian once again. I know. I was like, that was so clever. All right. Good for you. Um, Laser 47. All uh, The Allstate Mayhem guy made John Wick extra special. Yeah, I noticed that too. You, you know the Allstate Mayhem commercials? The, the main henchman of the Russian mob boss was the Allstate Mayhem guy. Dennis guy, from 30 Rock? Is that who he is? I don't know 30 Rock. Oh. Huh. And then his son was Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones. The guy who got his dick cut off in Game of Thrones by Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, sorry for yeah. any spoilers if you haven't seen Game of Thrones yet. But yeah, he gets God. his dick cut off. And like then Ramsey eats a sausage to mock him. You know, great moment in the show. So gross. Kirsten asks, um, in regards to Simkin, so much for schools being a gun-free zone. On a separate note, I don't enjoy sharing a first name with Kirsten Cinema, but at least my parents didn't choose to spell it that weird. Yeah, I like the spelling of your name, Kirsten. I think every um, Kirsten I've ever seen has spells it differently from every other one. There are so yeah. many variations of that. Yep. Including yours, uh, Kirsten S. Kirsten. Uh just a newcomer. Keep up the Lord's work, Matt. We live in a collapsing empire. Blonde, keep black pilling Matt. You two are stunning and brave. I don't know that I'm doing a service for the world by extinguishing his beacon of hope. I don't think I am. Uh, every beacon needs to have a few drops of water uh, tossed upon it to test its vigilance, I would say. Uh, yeah. Marvin 93. The bird, which is the bald eagle, is a Gavin McInnes reference. He's making fun of George Floyd's low IQ brother, Felonious Floyd, uh. who sucks at grammar. Ah, his viewers, myself included, get a kick out of making Internet people say it. Oh, gotcha. Oh, well, that that's fair game, because, of course, members of our audience have had Gavin deliver a Matt and I once made love story in the past. I'll oh, never forget was, that one. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Eric Burns Marsh wishing Blonde and Ping to a happy double 10 day. Uh, double. T- I don't know. That one's beyond me. Am I missing something here? Are are we retarded? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And we're good. Uh, all right. Just a couple more on uh, Tippy Stream. We'll call it a night. I think we're good over on uh, D Live. Um, our Bangs Naughty Bit says, uh, <laughs> great name. Matt just got a shout out on Viva and Barnes for analysis. Well, uh, we appreciate that. And uh, of course, they're doing great work over on their stream as well. If you guys are unfamiliar, I would recommend checking it out. Let's see. Hypnagogic Monk says the federal vax mandate is hitting private industry. Uh, job has given us until 12, eight to get the jab or lose jobs. Family comes first. Guess they win. State controlling private industry always works well. But see, that's the thing is they haven't formally. It's just businesses. I, I presume in your case, um, they're taking that action on the understanding or the assumption. Yeah, expectation that they're doing. even. Yeah. But there is no, in fact, no order. Yeah, that's what's so bizarre about all of it. But uh, Godspeed in your decisions, whatever you decide to do. And thanks for supporting the show. Crypto Crook says uh, a former friend of the show asked me to remind you who Don Lemon uh, really is. But I don't know. many of those people will probably have AIDS. Crypto Crook says 
this is a shout out for nobody seven five three. Thank you for enjoying uh, the show with me. I love you. You're very special. Well, thank you. Danny from Montana says uh, he was a good boy. He didn't do nothing. I think Nietzsche was right, and we must strive to become the Ubermensch, just like the mustache man. <laughs> the mustache man himself. I like working on. I like working out in my show merch tank tops. And getting a pump and repping my favorite show, Bench 225 WBU. I don't. What is WBU, actually? Uh, What bench you? I don't know. I I, I didn't. I was interpreting that as a question. I couldn't tell you what my max bench is because I don't do max bench. I have no idea. So I'd have to guess. Do you have a max bench, Blonde? No, but I can be in a plank for 30 seconds. That's pretty legit. No, I can do it for 90 <laughs> seconds. It just, it's yeah. really hard. Al Sahim says, Matt, uh, Raleigh fingers had a handlebar mustache. Dennis Leonard has a Fu Manchu mustache. Josh Allen is going to do what Jim Kelly couldn't do in four tries. They're not winning the Super Bowl, but did, did I don't they know who win any tonight? of those people are. Happy Thanksgiving to you, uh, Yanks and my Dilly comrades. Did the, uh, I know the bills had a, a big game tonight. Or it's going on right now. They are beating the Chiefs as we uh, speak. So potentially uh, we shall see. I know Blonde loves the football talk. So I what will. about you? <laughs> yeah, That's... I will end it there. No, no, but no. Why is it W-B-U. W-B-U. Yeah, but why, why is it W-B-Y? W-A-Y? Why is it W-A-Y? <laughs> yeah. But I guess because it's way and that's confusing. Anyway, um, all right. That's a that's a great. I stand by our ignorance. It's confusion fine. is a great note on which to end the show. We <laughs> always aim for that. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. And uh, as soon as we're done, I'm going to look into who, in fact, kicked whose ass at the uh, Timberview High School in Arlington, Texas, because I want to know. Um, but other than that, I appreciate you guys uh, keeping us in touch with uh, all the facts out there and hanging out with us tonight. If you're looking for more material to listen to. You can find more of the show over uh, on the website. It's mattchristiansandmedia.com. You can also find all the audio feeds where you'll find more stuff, stuff that might not be on YouTube, extra uh, interviews, the call-in show replay, mattchristiansandmedia.com. And uh, everything else is over on the website as well. If you want to buy merch or you want to send a message or you just want to find all the places that the show is, head on over to the website and you'll find it there. We will be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it is not meet the press. It is the Matt and blonde show. Have a great night. Bye guys.